What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? Ayo, Bo knows this and Bo knows that, but Bo don't know Jack because Bo can't rap. All right, go on. All right, hello and welcome, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> To another installment of the TPS Reports podcast, I'm your host Nathan Richard Jarvis. Do 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 do. I'm struggling, you guys. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm running this fucking show today, dude. You know why? Thank God. It has nothing to do with anything that we've spoke about in the past. It's just because I'm the man. I'm the coolest guy. <laughs> so I'm the king of the podcast. So uh, I don't know how to start it. I've never done a big podcast. <laughs> but but um, I guess we can start. You've been on this one like four times. I know, but you I've just take been... notes? I've just... Term? Just caught up in the action. I'm Sorry. the king of the podcast, so I can punish you, dude, if you fucking... <laughs> we don't talk over me. the host, I forgot. Exactly, dude. What the heck? What do you think this is? I'm Conan up here, dude. Conan the Barbarian. Uh, and so, yeah, let's start here. San Diego. That's where we That's where we left off on the last podcast. We Introduce were in my, the guests. Oh, shit. Good call, dude. That was just the voice inside my head. That wasn't anybody who else who is here. I can't talk, the dude. The voice inside my, my head. Scenario. <laughs> row, row, like a dungeon dragon. All right, so the, the host is me. The guest this week, two great boys. I really enjoy being around them. But they, you know, sometimes they really piss me off. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. To my right. Is a uh, good pal of mine, Acumental. I regret this immediately. This Acumental. <laughs> and to my left. Hey, everybody, what's up? <laughs> How many people have turned this off by now? Shut the fuck up. We should. <laughs> no, this is good. To my left. I can reach the record button with my toe to say the word. <laughs> Dude, you got some nice toes on you. Look at those things. But to my left, Terminal Knowledge. What's <sighs> not my name. The reigning yeah, term. Defending. Turd. Seth. Musical Chairs. Ellis Mania champ. Yeah, that's right. Term. You're speaking to a champ. Put some knowledge. respect on my name. Yep. Some respect. And some jizz on your face. Um. Anyways, who cares about my guests? I run this show now, so we're gonna pick up where we left off on the last no podcast thought. in San Diego. I did put thought into it. I have <laughs> look at my notes page. <laughs> Was the note number one bomb <laughs> screen bomb <laughs> intro? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a blank thing, but that's just because my phone's fucked up. But no, San Diego. That was the, you know, that's where we left off. We were in my sister's living room, all on her nice little couch. Yeah, it's okay. We know. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to get there, but I keep getting interrupted. We don't, we don't usually start with telling people where we were last week, but go on. Is that, I don't remember how you normally start, but so the San Diego show, Winston's, that was a cool show. We were chilling with Wax. We did a little, I did a little video shoot. 
the king of the podcast had a little video shoot that's right what's that song called it's called uh it's unreleased it doesn't matter what it's called it's not out yet wow just shoot, shoot down every topic of conversation that's a page out of terms book what's the song called <laughs> the song's just, called preschool nice I just wanted to know. But it's not out yet. It's a great song, and it will be out one day. December 2nd, it so will now, be out. So now people know, preschool will be out December 2nd. Posting ain't easy, guys. You want me to step in here? Yeah, step in, <laughs> dude. Take the reins. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Ecumenal here, stepping in for the host, Nathan Richard Jarvis? Yeah. Hey, I never knew that. Dick? Nathan well, Dick. Richard, it's Nathan, Nathan Penis Jarvis is what I prefer to go <laughs> by. Cock Jarvis. It's pronounced like that. Uh, we're in a hotel room in Cedar City? Something like that. Utah? Arizona? I have no fucking idea, you guys. It's been a long week. Maybe it was Utah. It's been a long week, uh, but Jarv is correct. Last we left you, we were in his sister's living room. That's right. In San Diego. Yes. Uh, Wax did come out to the show with Herbal Tea and uh, Jordan Maxim as well. We hollered uh, uh, at him. We spoke of him last week. He came out and shot some footage of Wax and Herbal Tea. Uh, Choosing oh, sides. Yes. They have drawn their lines in oh, yeah. the proverbial sand. And I'm glad to have Herb on uh, T-Mac. I'm glad to have Wax on my side. You know what, Wax? Dead to me. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> Fucking guy's dead to me. <laughs> Winston's Ocean Beach uh, <laughs> slurring. Jarvis, you want to host again? I, I can't really talk right now. <laughs> no, that was a good show. Um, I think we've mentioned blah, blah, before. Blah, 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 blah. Mm, the, the world famous burger joint Hodad's. Is uh, located yes. in Ocean Beach in, in uh, San Diego. We have a, a pal, Jaime. Who's the our, one and our, only. Our late friend, Jaime, who's like, uh, he died in the past year. And uh, he was the, the guy, he was our San Diego anchor, our Sandy anchor. And uh, he used to manage that burger shop. And he would always hook us up <clears throat> as soon as we got off the flight, take us there. So now it's kind of like, we got to go to Hodad's when we're in right. San Diego. We had to have a, a memorial meal. I brought my Hodad socks that he, he gave us, like, not only free food, but like hats merch right hodad's tank tops and shit so i brought something i wanted to rock him in his honor left him at the hotel room typical had to buy a new pair don't like the new pair as much they're way better i'll I never wear them you. you want them they're, they're, they're like knee socks they suck shit the higher the sock the downer the foo they suck shit all right well i'm a foo <laughs> i'll buy them off you um were the burgers good because when i i joined i had crazy they I were had like asian amazing food. It really is. And like, yeah, it you looked really up. wet, though. You went and got ramen. Your they're, burgers looked wet as hell. They're tough to With handle. The saliva. They are oh. tough to handle. Like, it's literally like a handful. They're, they're, it's a. Uh, they're tall. It's like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, but with onions and pickles and shit. It's a fucking. It's crazy. Uh, but it was good. And it was also a mistake because. No, the mistake dude, was the malted. Yeah, I got a vanilla malt. I don't know why. You know why? Because I like in my I head, understand I picture, with I meals. picture like a twelve ounce thing, like in a styrofoam cup with a straw stabbed in it. And I forgot them at Hodad's, where they bring you like, you know, the thing that you have you ever made a milkshake in a like with the big metal it's like a cup? Big cocktail thing. It's in the big metal cup with ice cream all on top, and it's got to be like a twenty four ounce fucking cup. And I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, I shouldn't have done this. So now me and Turner. Splitting a, 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 a vanilla malted like Lady and the Tramp. It's a pint of ice cream each, like over burgers and onion rings. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never understood like milkshakes and malteds with a meal. Yeah, it was stupid. It was I'm, a bad call. I've never had a milkshake. It's, it's so right, extremely gluttonous. Up. Don't talk over the host. Hey, what the fuck did what you did just did say? You say? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a milkshake. First Shawshank, now this? Yeah. You live a, a real depraved life is what I'm learning. You know I'm, what? I'm though? a depraved, perverted man. 
It's we crazy. just we sat in front of the television term. It's, it's clear. Jarv has I all these stories about like what are the what's the injury list we've done on tour so far? Like we it just keeps coming up. Every time something comes up about like a concussion, Jarv will be like, Oh yeah, I had four of those. <laughs> As you can tell by me trying to host this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Think, um, now you're getting loose. Hey. But yeah, you said how many concussions have you had? I don't know if we talked about this last week. I've had at least three. Do you remember, like, where the, was it sports, skateboarding? I guess skateboarding is well, Yeah, the first time, I definitely had a concussion. There was, like, at the at the Windsor Rec Center, there was these little basketball hoops that, would, that the kids would bring them out to, so we could, like, dunk and pretend we were the shit. And, uh, but there were, like, ones with wheels, you know what I mean? The little fucking plastic base that you would, like, fill with sand or whatever that you would have in your driveway. It was, like, two of those that you could wheel out onto the basketball court. And... They would also do exercise class. Hit my head on the rim. Was dunking on them. Yeah. No, no. I wish, dude. No, they had. They also had these little step-up things for, like, fucking 50-year-old ladies to do, like, fucking Billy, Billy Blank's boot camp or whatever. Yeah, we did step class. <laughs> yeah, so... To that tape with the German guy. Yeah, we'd stack them up, and we'd run, and we'd bounce off the fucking step-up thing, and then, like, do crazy dunks. We were getting crazy. Did you go through the legs? Oh, hell yeah. You know it, dude. <laughs> but one time I ran, and I didn't realize the top step, there was, like, it was like stacked like four steps high or something and the top one was just off a little bit and I ran and I planted off it and it just like went out from under my feet and I went head first into like the plastic base part (laughs) (laughs) and then I was like I was like whoa but I didn't go to the doctor for that because I was just a little boy and I think I didn't explain that I felt weird to my mom you've explained multiple concussion stories to us and this one's new (laughs) yeah this one's new learn to fall like with your hands yeah, dude, you should have been in... You just uh, stick your face out every time you fall down. <laughs> you should have been in my seventh grade drama class with Brett Lonergan when he... Uh, Brett Lonergan. <laughs> when he taught His the whole class... Lenny Lonergan. <laughs> when he taught the whole class how to bail, like how to fall. Oh my God, that's the worst. Everybody had to do like uh, like show a skill. My buddy Jason was like a really good golfer, so he was doing like the Tiger Woods bouncing the ball on the wedge right, and going that's cool. under the legs. I'm and 32. I still can't do that. And I don't remember what I did. It might have been something with drums because I was a drummer in the jazz band at the time. So maybe I was, you know, showing you how to, you know. How to fit the drumsticks in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> how to jam a Vic Firth four inches deep. Uh, but I remember, like, <laughs> he didn't he didn't have anything. So he's like, I'm going to jump off this chair and show you how to, like, tuck and roll. If you ever fall, like, right. you just started, like, flailing, like, a jackass. It was a bail course. <laughs> okay. Fucking that was his, That was a show and tell. I'll never forget that. He also danced uh, to Lenny, uh, Lenny Kravitz's I Want to Fly Away. Oh, man. Is that what it was called? It was fire. Uh, and for the rest of school, his name was Lenny Lonergan. So <laughs> what, um... <clears throat> Poor bastard. I, I didn't even realize until, like, fucking sophomore, junior year. Oh, yeah, his name's Brett. Brett. So would you even put that bouncing your head off the basketball thing in your like top three childhood injuries? No, that one wasn't like the worst, but it was definitely it was my first concussion. I didn't go to the hospital, but I know now that I had a concussion. Baby's first concussion. Yep. Uh I think I went home. Now I do remember going home and I was watching uh what the fuck was it? What was the comedy special with like Cedric the Entertainer? Is it the Kings of King, Comedy? King, yeah, the, Kings original. Of comedy. Kings the original of comedy. Kings of Comedy. I was watching that when I went home. I, I have it on sick. DVD. Yep. So that was my first. My second one, I was in seventh grade and I was trying to impress a girl. We were at the rec center again and uh, in the green room, they called it, where they did workout classes for old ladies. They had a bunch, they had like fucking 20 of those big workout balls. And me and my friend Nate Shambo, we were trying to be cool. And I was like, I'm gonna, Nate was like bouncing off it with one foot. And I'm like, I'm going to one up this dude. I'm going to full plant and like double foot, like right. bounce off. 
Trampoline. So I run up and I bounce and I just bounce straight into the air, but backwards. And I land square on the top of my head. Yeah. And it's like a concrete floor with like a thin carpet, like similar to like where we're at right now. Yeah. You pulled a DeRosa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your legs went out from under you. Cracked the old noggin. Yep. Yeah. And then that, I was really fucked up on that one. I had to stay the night in the hospital. Nice. Missed my chorus concert. Nice. Later that winter, earlier we were talking about, uh, so you brought up a pink cast or something. And I was like, yeah, I did have a pink cast once. Right. I broke my arm snowboarding. Right. That was in the winter of seventh grade, and I had a pink cast. For some reason, we were talking catheters. Yeah. You've had I've stuff had a catheter in your in my penis. That was really terrible. What do they fill your bladder with? Yeah, so I had a thing where, I, like, you know, I, it still happens, but I haven't gone to the doctor since this terrible ex- experience. I decided this is just something I'll live with. But sometimes when I wake up in the night and I have to, I have to take a pee-pee, my side will kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to the doctor, and they're like, oh, we're not sure what it, what it is, but maybe, like, something with your kidneys or something. So they're like, we're going to put a catheter in your wiener, and we're going <laughs> to... Those are exact words, <laughs> they medical terms. They still not know what it is, because isn't that yeah, the they don't know, no. point just, of doing this? How old were you when you went to the hospital? Uh, I was, like, 22, 21 or 22 or something. Okay. Um, I don't... So, I just feel like they didn't need to be saying, it like, wiener. Yeah, no, they definitely didn't say we wiener. We need to put it in your wee-wee hole. <laughs> That's just me. Uh, but, um... <laughs> So they, they're like, we're going to put this catheter in. We're going to pump a saline solution with radioactive traces or something into your like bladder right? so that we can take x-rays and we'll be able to see like the slight radioactive traces. We'll so be able to see like where glowy. it goes. Yeah. And so they do, they put the catheter in and it's a, it's a lady with like a, a girl who's an intern, like and not an intern. She's like shadowing or something. Like she's like yeah. a fucking high schooler. And she, high schooler. so it's these two ladies... And they put the thing in my wiener, and then the, they're like, all right, now stand up, which is pretty weird. You're laying down, and they put a thing in, and they're like, all right, now get up with this fucking hose right. in your wiener. And Are you like, like hard at all? Are you flaccid? No, no. It wasn't sexy, I would think it would it be not. easier to get something down the shaft of a hard cock. No, don't, shut up. Making me sick thinking about this. <laughs> think about like fucking, it's like... Uh, no, it's malleable. It's fleshy and... You can get in there and wiggle. Like when it's hard, it's like yeah. I it's know just a straight it's straight so tube if it's hard. That's why. That's why guys do sounding. Yeah, they do it when they're hard. Yeah, sounding you do is it. when you like finger a pee hole. I know that's how the fucking skanks uh, golden ticket winner got his ticket. Word. Yes. What he put in there? A drumstick. It, it was big. Vic first. It was bigger than a bread box, dude. I've, I've seen like oh. uh, a permanent marker before, like a sharpie. That would yeah. be perfect. Anyway, go on. These people make me sick, shoving stuff up their weens. Go on, Yeah, so I just think a flaccid one would be harder to, you know, uh, it's all wiggly and the the tube is all... I see see what you're saying. Yeah. No, you're actually right, because now that I remember... It's like trying to get a fucking string out of a pair of shorts when they're not on you. Right. Right. Yeah, now... Picture it like popping a Capri Sun, you know? Yeah. Just like, you got to get it right in there. (laughs) Otherwise, yeah, yeah, you're searching for the hole and you got to... Squeeze it, yeah, and you like smush it. Squeeze the dickhead so the hole looks like a mouth talking. It's like fashioning a a tent pole (laughs) through it through the sleeve of the tent. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It seems really like it's gonna be jabbing along the the walls of the urethra. Well, yeah, it's crazy. I'm just saying you should have got hard. Now that I now that I remember the intern, the high school girl, they did have her massaging my balls. Okay, so wait, you were 22 and you had a high school girl massaging your balls? No, that didn't really happen. But um. They were doing everything they could to get me aroused. No, <laughs> but they put the there. tube in. They made me stand up, and they're like, all right, come over here to the little x-ray thing. 
And, you know, this is the first, now that I look back, that's the first place they fucked up. Because I, I told them, this, the problem only occurs when I'm laying down. So they're like, now stand up, we're going to do the test. It's like, all right, you fucking idiots. I don't need to go to med school to right, tell wait, you this is incorrect. In their defense, the way you explain this to us is that when you get up to pee, there's no. a pain in your side. That's what I heard. Uh, well, maybe so if I I'm the doctor, I didn't go into detail enough. But I told, I explained I'm making them, the same mistake. They bring me over to the fucking x-ray machine, and uh, they stand me in front of it. First problem, the lady doesn't know how to turn it on. She's like, oh, fuck, I don't know how to, I don't know how to get this thing started. So they call another lady. Now there's another. Now there's three ladies in there, and you've already been pumped. Full I haven't of been the stuff. I haven't been pumped just yet. Okay, but they're trying to set up where it is, and uh, they can't. They can't figure out how to adjust it. Uh, I think. Oh, what the fuck? Maybe it, I can't quite remember the exact order of operations, but they eventually they decided they can't figure out how to fucking lower the thing. So they're like, "How about this?" They take a bunch of books, they stack the books up in front of the fucking x-ray machine, mm -hmm. and they're like, climb onto the books. Now, now dunk. <laughs> yeah. And mind you, I still have the thing in my fucking dick, and it's like, it feels like I have like a, a rope tie. Like, it's the most uncomfortable I've ever been. It's insane. Like, like the feeling. Can you stand on books like it's a, like a sideshow act or something? <laughs> right, right. Like, it's, like put like, this thing in your dick and then stand on, the, on these books that's what and you walk want around. When you go to the doctor's office to have your peen looked at, it's like, uh, you know, let's, let's jerry-rig it. Let's just wing it. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Exactly. Yeah, let's, let's get some books stacked up and, oh, we don't know how to turn the machine on. Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? That's the type of stuff you want to see your doctor trying. Right, right. No clue. <laughs> well, so that's the thing. First, so they had the one extra lady come in to try to adjust the machine. They couldn't figure it out. So they stand me on the books and then they're like, all right, now we're ready. So then they pump me full of the stuff and they're like, it's going to be, we're going to completely fill your bladder. So you're going to really have to pee, but you have to just hold it till we get the x-rays. I'm like, all right, fine. So they, they pump it in, and then they're like, all right, now we're going to go take the x-rays. The ladies go into the little room, and I can see them in there just baffled. Like, they just, I can tell they're, like, conversing with each other. Like, how do we? Wait. And then the lady comes back out, and she's like, we can't figure out how to turn why, the machine on. Why would you, why would they take your appointment if they don't know how yeah, to help you? Exactly. So then they call another lady. So, dude, there's, like, there's like fucking five or six ladies by the time this was all said and done, in the place, like, all just trying to f fucking figure out how to work this whole procedure. And then, or, and then at this point, I have to piss. So, so fuck. Like, the worst I've ever had to piss in my entire life. Worse like, than every day of Skankfest? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm about to just explode. Like, this is fucking insane. And eventually, they take the picture, and then the lady's like, okay, you can go now. And she... She's like, you just go with the catheter in and it'll go out like around the cat. It's, I don't know if some goes in the catheter, so, some goes around it. I don't know. But she said, just go like dumb and dumber. Just go, man. Yeah, you got a thing shoved up your cock and they're like, it'll, it'll leak around it. Yeah. 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 In a doctor's office. Yeah. I'm standing on the book still. Lawsuit. And then, and then the lady this sounds like Abu Ghraib style <laughs> <Yeah>. torture. <laughs> Straight up. Didn't it they was. have a guy like standing on books with panties on his head? Uh, bro. I, I, yeah. They were, they were fucking beating me with a cane too. It was so weird. But, but, uh, the lady, she's like, when she's like, just go, she's holding like a, like a, fucking might as well be like an empty milk jug like around like just 
with my she like put my dick in the thing and it's like okay go. Nice. Don't they have pans at the hospital? Like what the fuck? I'm just pissing into this fucking. Are you sure you jug. went to a doctor's office? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you sure this wasn't like a hostel or just some back alley deal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was some. There was dudes in leather jackets shooting dice next to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So I'm just pissing and the ladies just like knelt knelt down like holding a jug and I'm just pit and I'm like trying not to make eye contact. I'm like oh, this is weird. And then I left the place in my car, and I, I remember just feeling like, dude, I felt Did like... Did I just get violent? Yeah, I was like, what this happened? is what it must feel like to get molested. And you didn't get any answers to your medical... No, I never... I never issue. was like... Obviously, it came back inconclusive because they did it wrong. I wasn't laying down. I don't think you went to a doctor. All that for nothing, dude. Yeah, just, it was all for nothing. And then I'm like, well, I just decided... As I'm pulling out of the parking lot, I'm those, like, I'm never going to go back. And those ladies are laughing at you to this day. Yeah, it was all a big prank. You're a fool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I thought it was embarrassing when I had to get uh, the cyst on my taint cut open. Yeah. And uh, I had to like lay back and cut my balls spread eagle while some cute nurse helped Ugh. the doctor freeze my wart. Yeah. <laughs> but yours is way worse. Yeah, I also dude. had this similar story of like the cute nurse. I, Yours I was is grosser. I was in high school and uh, I found like a lump on my right testicle. There you go. And I was like, well, they teach you like lumps are bad. So I should lumps probably get this bad. checked out. I remember it was also like, and like I was scared. I was, I was probably like 16 and I was like immediately, even back then, just automatic negative thoughts. Just like, I know I, this. it's cancer. I it's fucking cancer. I'm going to die before I turn 20. There's but, like a duct on your ball. That feels. I've felt this lump before, where I'm like, I had the yeah, same. It's where like, the tubes connect. I think it's no, just like, I mean, like a duct. I mean, you can feel mine if you want, but it's like a lump, dude. It's still there. And, and back <laughs> then, they were just like, like they they said it. You know, jumping to the end of the story, it's nothing. Maybe the doctors didn't know what the. I think doctors don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's just always like, hey, you're good. A lot and of guesswork. Watch me die from testicular cancer at 39 or something. But anyways, cute nurse. I'm in high school, and I remember like saying to my mother. Who knew, like she knew that I had a girlfriend. She she was aware that I was sexually active at that point. I said, mm -hmm. like, because I was nervous. And I said to my mom, and you, I was like. You'd been taking long showers. I was like, it, no, I was like, at least, like, if it's serious, at least I'm not going to die a virgin. That's what was important to me at 16. I was like, nice. at, least I, at least I died fucking, dude. You told your mom? Yeah. She's like, ew, gross. Yeah, shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> me and my mom have a very open relationship. We fuck. His <laughs> mom uh, have an open relationship? <laughs> uh -huh. But yeah, like I had this cute girl putting petroleum jelly in like a, a a thing, like some sort of what's that ultrasound type thing? You know, they're like right. doing that on my ball. Right. And uh, but yeah, the it's girl was so fucking cute. And of course, I'm like a 16 year old boy who just got into sex, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, you know, this is embarrassing. Like, I want to, you know, I'm thinking like butthead, like, hey, baby. <laughs> I seriously, I, I've gotten an STD test before and thought about hitting on the chick, giving it to me, like. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, like you know, she's I'm cute, but I'm, you know, I'm 19. Right. So should I like ask her what she's doing later? It's like, dude, time and place. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and yeah, you go. That's when you go to the parking lot and you hide next to her car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was glad. I was like, how bad would it be if like I had some sort of genital thing that was serious and I never like had sex and now it's like, oh, your balls, you got, we got to, right. we got to take your balls. Yeah. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I was like, well. At least I'm fucking, baby. You can yeah. still have sex without balls. That'd I be guess. even cooler. That'd be great if that's what they did with Jarv. They're like, we can't figure it out. We're just going to chop this thing off. <laughs> We're taking the wiener. <laughs> we tried, we've tried. we pumped you full of radioactive shit. We've shoved pipes up your dong. <laughs> and now we're just going to take your balls, dude. Just roll oh, with the punches, man. God damn. Yeah. So that was a terrible experience. Good One Lord. time I actually went to the doctor because of my balls, too, because 
I just woke up. I think I was just having like a sexy dream or something. I, I don't recall the dream, but I remember I just woke up and it was like the first blue balls sensation I've ever had. And I was like, like my balls hurt so bad. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm dying. You dude. went to the doctor because of blue balls. I didn't know what it was. I thought I was dying. I've never, I've, dude, like, just I, whack off. Yeah. No, I couldn't you didn't try dude, whacking off first. I couldn't even like they if they brushed my legs. Oh. I know the feeling I had it the other day. Sometimes you just have to like one hand whack and the other hand like cup the balls so they're not jiggling with the whack. I thought you were gonna say the other hand. You got to stabilize the steering wheel. I thought you were gonna say you did it while you were driving us around. Oh, he drives with his knee. <laughs> you got one hand stabilizing the sack. Easy peasy. Yeah, no, dude, I was nervous, but I didn't I, feel a lump. Or I get blues balls. That's when they're like buddy doo doo doo. <laughs> it's been days since I came. <laughs> I woke up this morning. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, so, yes, we were in San Diego, is the point. <laughs> the blues ballers. He's <laughs> <laughs> got little hats, two, two little black hats <laughs> and ties. Oh, shit. Oh, that rules. Um, then, yes, uh, Phoenix, right before we're getting to Skankfest, you guys were already peppering in the references. But uh, Phoenix was actually a really sick show, and Great it was show. somewhere that was important to us to like make sure we didn't overlook because we, for whatever reason, like we've been able to reach L.A., San Diego, and Western areas more than some of the like whatever Albuquerque and Phoenix and the stuff in the uh, <clears throat> was that the Southwest there, um, Southwest proper. But it was great, and like I. I know this isn't like the end all be all, but like I kind of base priorities off of how much stuff I see on like our social media and YouTube videos where like it's, sometimes it's overwhelmingly slanted to like before this past May, Denver, come to Denver, come to Denver. And it's like, it's been too long. It's been years. And we have a lot of fans in Denver. Yeah. And then recently a lot of it shifted to Arizona and I'll say Salt Lake City, which we were unable to book on this tour, which is a shame because it, we, it's in driving distance. We're not far. We owe you. We're we in Utah off. right now. <laughs> pop up, pop up show. Um, but anyways, yeah, Phoenix was great. And it's a Wednesday night. Over a hundred people came out and it was, uh, it was just a fucking great crowd. I'm trying time. to remember. And he, oh, the fucking kid who saved the show. I was like, I uh, someone yelled, "Any luck?" And we haven't played it all tour, but we've been trying to like mix up the sets night to night, and like, yeah, whatever. Like, we don't, we're not playing the exact same songs in order. So let's give it a shot. It's been a long time. Like, we haven't even played it this year, probably. Um, so we do it, and I remember it when I'm saying like, we might fuck this up, but all right, you know, I ask. I, I say like, anybody got a request? And then sometimes I'll yell something. I'm like, ah, fuck, why'd I ask that? So like this time I'm going for it. We're going for any luck, and halfway through my verse in my head, and I was doing it. And in my head, like while I'm rapping, I'm thinking, I'm the fucking man, dude. Like yeah. I don't even have to rehearse. Stuff. I'm not even <laughs> thinking about the. Words. Not even thinking about it, and I'm just like it's, you know, you, you, that sensation we've talked about, where like you're one bar away from the next the coming line, and you're just like, what is it? What is it? Oh, like my mouth knows when it gets there. Yeah. I'll never forget this stuff. Blank. I fucking blanked at the end of the verse and I'm just like, I look to Seth and he's like, I don't know. You know, and then I look in the crowd and there's this kid and he's like rapping and <clears throat> on the uh, UBI tour 2018, I remember we were talking about like how he, he brings people on stage or he, he would he would invite people to battle him, right? And he would eviscerate everybody and it was it was awesome. You remember that? Obviously. UB would bring people up. It's not really even fair, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, some I mean, some people would come up there and they'd hold their own and stuff, but... Yeah, Mike Tyson used to do that too. <laughs> yeah, it's just let a guy from the crowd come up and he just beats the shit yeah, it's, out of him. It's really not fair. But UB, UB always said like, you, you never give your whatever. mic away. Like he's like, if somebody right. comes on stage or whatever, like you hand him the mic or you take it from your mouth and now put it to theirs and stuff in that moment i'm looking at this kid rapping my verse while i'm not and i just like stood there all vulnerable and i was like you want it and i just like handed him the mic in Dang the crowd it. and he rapped the rest of the verse 
Terms verse comes, much like mine, starts at pretty decent. Fumbles. No, in the I middle. needed him to get the first line. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't even know how it started. We just let this guy like do any luck. <laughs> <laughs> Our luck was not good throughout my All whole bad. burst. It was basically he would take A and I would remember B as he's doing A. Yeah, they were kind of trading off, but uh, that was fucking awesome. And uh, it was great. I, I think it's the first time I've like ever handed my mic away. Not just like held it out to their mouth. Like I'm not giving you my mic. I did in, uh, in I was like, I trust you, bro. I am not doing it, it right now. In Portland, uh, haiku repped. Who's first? Right. Who's, who's, who's oh, yours was it Jane Adams or something? Or? Something like that. Uh, well, haiku's OG. He knows everything. I was I was pressing it to his face, but he was rocking so hard that I didn't want to like knock a tooth out. Yeah. So halfway through, I just fucking handed it to him. Like, bro, I, I know you. I respect you. Yeah. You'll, you'll hand it back. Um. But yeah. Phoenix. Good show. Uh. What else? What else? Is it, you know whatever? We'll just get to fucking Skankfest in <laughs> Vegas, which is. Uh, yeah, why we're all so exhausted and sound like this for the most part. Um, let's face it, we all got the roan. Oh, I don't, I we're terrific. all roaned up over here. No, I definitely don't have coronavirus. Do you I feel like AIDS. you're sick? Yeah, AIDS. you're just asymptomatic. AIDS, I mean, fair enough, but I, I, I'm not sick. We are viral sensations sick. right now. <laughs> I'm not sick yet. Um, keyword on yet because term just is fucking. We're driving in the car yesterday. He like takes a hit of weed and then he's just like, blah, blah, just pumping. <laughs> we're in a closed car. There's just he's just hacking shit. It's a weed right, cough. right before. Yeah, but it's still. <laughs> it's not the, where you choose the one substance you cough out. Right before we started this podcast, Jarv looked at like a stain on Terms pillowcase or something. And he's no. like, "Did you pee the bed?" No, no, he no it wasn't. Me do it. No, yeah, because I. It's not I, still there. I just saw him get up really quick. He's I like, cleaned oh, my pee. Oh fuck! And he like ran into the bathroom, and I'm like, "What just pee. happened?" I was laying face down on my pillow with my Ass mouth. <laughs> my mouth like <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> my pillow was closing my mouth and I sneezed, so my snot shot out of my nose all over my pillow. Yeah. And you, I had, you sound roaned up. I had just gotten into like the perfect sleeping position. Yeah. Oh, I was so comfortable. And I fucking rocketed snot all over my own face. Yeah, and you spilled salad dressing on your comforter first thing. I did that too. It's like, I'm Term a mess. can't sleep comfortably unless there's fluids everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Skankfest, we've been looking forward to it all freaking year. And uh, I mean, it was, it was booked. We had that offer before the Platinum Elite Tour was booked and stuff. So right. when we wanted to, yeah, get back to the addressing the, you know, come to Phoenix, come to LA, come west. It was like, well, we're going to be in Vegas anyways. Maybe we could set something up and go on the road for a couple weeks that lands us there. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> super worth it. However, it's like I showed up to Skankfest more tired than I ever have. And I've never left there feeling not exhausted as fuck. Like just the three day weekend alone is like, you're standing. You're just you're just standing all fucking it is crazy. Day. We were talking about how just weird it is. Your legs are dying out there. For like hundreds of people to stand and watch a podcast. And then another. And then Four another guys from sitting noon in a table to two AM. Talking. It's and wild. just hundreds of people just standing and watching. Is it, it always like standing room only? Or no. is this the first one? Usually uh, you know, a lot of people have to stand, but usually there's at least fifty to hundred chairs in each room when they're doing like an hour or two hour long podcast to let people who showed up first, you know, sit down or something. But this was the first year where most stages were just 
all standing. And it no, also no, 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 not true. There were I two movie theater stages right. and seats in the dance safe stage. Where we were, we just there didn't. was only one stage where it was a full standing room. So okay. it's I'm totally wrong. Ever. Yes, you're wrong about everything. <laughs> we didn't frequent those other. They theaters. literally had reclining theater seats for two of the stages. We just spent the least time in those because the standing ones were the big rooms with like the big skanks and Kill Tony shows and right. everything. Well, in one of them, they did the tattoo thing in an awesome area too. They like I don't get why they didn't do more of the stuff in. In those those stages areas. with the nice like movie theater seating. Like. I was saying though, because like uh, we got to see Big J film his special. He yeah. did two tapings at Skankfest, and we saw the second one, and that was on Saturday after Thursday pre party, wild Friday all day, and now we're in Saturday. It's like even the comics, like I respect them for doing what they do alone, but I can like when they're doing it, it's that's they're human too, dude. They're burnt out. You can see it on a lot of them. You heard Lewis's voice by Saturday. He lost right, yeah. his voice. It's like they're going through shit, and I thought. If if they gave us theater seats for Big J special, not only us but like half that crowd would have been conked out. Yeah, for they sure. would have they would have literally been snoring. I think you could also just fit more people in a room where you're setting up the chairs. Yeah, and there's some standing room. You like smush them together. Yeah. Spoiler alert: Big J's not gonna appreciate me putting this out there, uh, but during his taping, a fat guy in the audience. Broke his chair with his fatness, and <laughs> Jay addressed it for like five minutes, and I was in tears, dude. Yeah, it like, rolled. I'm so glad. I, that's got to be in the special. It's natural comedy. Oh, yeah. Fat guy breaks chair, you know, and then Jay picks up. He's the crowd work expert, right? So I like watched him notice it while it's he was perfect. in the middle of a bit, and he's like, "I can't finish. I'm taping my special. Like, I got to get to the end of this fucking thing." And as soon as he finished, it, he's like, "Hey, buddy, what the fuck happened in there?" <laughs> <laughs> and just like figures it out. And it was so goddamn funny. But it was like right in front of us. This dude's chair breaks, and the guy he's a big fan, so he's petrified that he's fucking up Jay's special taping. Right. So he just sits there, it's so much worse on the than ground like on broken chair pieces. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'd so amazing. much rather my phone ring or anything. Oh, so, yeah, if you're a, a fan, look forward to that. It's so goddamn funny. Uh, Thursday pre-party, we walk in and, like, uh, we <coughs> Jarv's, uh, this is his first gang fest, and uh, our homie Spencer, we mentioned on last week's podcast, our Santa Cruz liaison, uh, hooked us up first time we were in town, lets us crash at his place, takes us out, gives us gifts, just the homie. Also, you know, aspiring comic, big fan of all these shows, listens to the Skanks and, and Mark Norman and everybody, you know, it's like, uh, he's a big fan. So I remember we were texting, whatever, we're in San Diego still or something, and he was saying, you oh, know, good to see you guys and uh, have fun at Skankfest. I'm so fucking bummed I can't go. I didn't get tickets in time, but it's, I'm, you know, it's a dream of mine to be able to check that out and, and catch you guys there and see all that stuff. And I'm like thinking like, I can probably just get him in. Like, I Absolutely. don't know. I always, three years in still, it's still like we get there and we're like, you know, these guys are the fucking, we just stand over here. We don't belong here. I don't want to overstep. Don't want to overstep. However, in the offer sheet, it always said like artists get one guest, you know, and there's two of us. So Jarv's one guest and then there's the other guy. So I'm like, I had to just preface it with like, hey, I don't know for sure. And I would feel fucking awful if you booked a flight to Vegas and got a room and whatever. And I like somehow couldn't get you in yada 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 spence flew out got him in no problem and we were just mobbing deep all weekend and uh i was just glad it's it's cool to have a uh a little crew when when you know and there's there's like skink fest people we don't see anywhere like but there, like you know travis and right. his wife and schindler's fist and all this like it's just cool like it's i was talking like, to schindler's fist today and uh we we're saying like nice to see you i'll see you next time and i went to send like a fist emoji and I accidentally hit the kiss lips. Nice. 
<laughs> so I had to immediately tell him, I'm sorry. Sorry, not gay. <laughs> I, I meant to send you the fist, <laughs> I swear. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, I, I also feel very, uh, what's the word? I'm grateful, fucking something. I'm just glad that it's to the point where like, I would feel like a fucking asshole if I had a homie who like was able to get there and I was able to get him in and I was like, well, I don't want to overstep. Because this is like, it's like a weekend that's, it's a fun. It, it's I don't, You'll, he'll remember I'm it having, forever. Yes, I'm having a, a loss for words, but that's it. It's yeah, leaves, leaves you speechless. It's like it's holy shit, dude. I just like you know I'm hanging out, literally speaking with if you choose to, Paulie Shore, Steve-O, David Tell. Like there was a point where David Tell like walks up, we're side stage, and he's like he's on. He goes, hey guys, you know who's hosting this show? Is there an MC? And terms like yeah, it's Voss. Rich Voss is hosting. Yes. All right, thank you, buddy. Like I got to tell David Tell who's hosting the show. Yeah, so sick. Yeah, I heard Tony Hinchcliffe walking up and. Like vaguely asking, like towards Jarv, and I like turned my head, and he goes, "What was the name of that show?" And I was like, "Whatever he's about to say, I know this. Whatever he's about to say, I know this. I know TV like the back of my fucking hand." And he's like, clearly, he's like, we're watching him rehearse, like he's planning stuff to say when he gets on stage. He's pacing side stage, right. and he said, "What was the name of that show with the you know, charmed Colin Quinn and you know uh, and my, Nick I was DePaulo?" Form, I was forming a T with my mouth, and then Axe swoops uh, in. Well, I was like, I figured first come first serve, baby. I'm like tough crowd. He's like, oh tough crowd, thanks. And Jarvis like, you stole my answer. It's <laughs> like I didn't hear you answering it, dude. Excuse me, but yeah, what's the name of that show? It's like uh, Sopranos. Wait, what is it? What is it? Like, I'm ready for this. I'm fucking ready to help. <laughs> um, but yeah, really, uh, the Browns meet the Browns. <laughs> yes, dear. So yeah, Thursday pre-party, we all get wristbanded up, and um, it's at a separate venue, so it was honestly, we, we played three nights, and that was the best night, because it was, it was everything, the best. everything shared the same stage there, yeah. and once you're at Skankfest for real, it's five different stages, and it's super overlap, you gotta pick what you're gonna be at, and it's pretty obvious, where like, there's a big show, and then there's another pretty big show, and then there's like, third billing, fourth billing, fifth billing stages, and, and stuff, so, and then us, <laughs> um, but yeah, literally, uh, the Thursday night, fucking Nate Bargatze closes the stage, and then like Crackamico and us go up. You know, it's just like he opened for us, and then um, Everlast, right? Special guest, the homie Everlast from House of Pain. I only caught like three or four songs, yeah, I which were tight. three or four seconds. But it's uh, I don't know his music. It's like overwhelming too. Like everybody's out back, and there's a whole little right hangout in the back. And I figure he's not going to do crazy. jump around. He might have. I don't what, know. What do I want? I wasn't here. in the room. Um, with the, acu- the acoustic we, version? Technically, yeah. We opened for Everlast. And Does anybody really ever jump around? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, does anybody ever I don't really jump like, around? <laughs> when did his voice like, hap- like do that? He had like an yeah. Al Pacino thing in his career where like the jump around House of Pain days, yeah. he did not sound like this guy. And then he also doesn't sound like that when he's not singing. He would talk in between the songs. And then, you know, this next song is called What It's Like. Yeah, but we know what it's like. Uh, so we had like some, were you going to say something? Uh, I felt like I was no. about to cut you off. Okay. You go. <laughs> well, I was going to say the second House of Pain album, he started kind of, it was around the time in hip hop with like Onyx and shit was really popular and everyone was just like screaming. Yeah. So like the first House of Pain album, he's got like a smooth voice. And then the second one, he's just like, Everlast coming back from the dead. Yeah, isn't he the guy who's jump up, get up, get down? Yeah, yeah, that's on the first album. How does that wrap into what it is now? But I don't know if it was like the second album is he's doing it for stylistic purposes or if just like from touring the first album, he just like yelled a lot and shit and was like, all right, well, I'm just going to rap. That's how I rap now. Yeah. But, But maybe he just like fucked his vocal cords up or something. Who knows? 
Um, and that's why he's he like this. He sounds like Ned from South Park. <laughs> so there, I felt like there was like. really They're coming right for us. Yep, around. Um, but yeah, there's like the, we're huge comedy fans. So whether it's like a big name, you know, like 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 Paulie Shore or something is a name everybody knows. And then there's like really names bummed. like the people listening to this podcast might not know who like Kevin Ryan or Tommy Pope or Sean Patton are. But we're like we were you know gambling with all those guys on like night one or whatever, all at the roulette table and uh, yeah, it was really very fun. comfortable. Like and then you're seeing those guys in the bathroom like. For whatever reason, uh, night one, I saw Sean Patton, like, he must have seen our Thursday set, because I hadn't interacted with him at all, and we were like, we literally drunkenly bumped into each other uh, in the casino, casino. and like, he, he like, I saw him walk into a wall, like, I saw him like, bounce his shoulder off a wall, and then kind of bump into me, and then he noticed me, and he he stops, and he throws out his left hand for a left-handed, like, handshake, he's like, I like that, I respect that. He's like, great job. Great job. And he's hammered. And he like walks out. Thank you, buddy. Like I would have sucked his dick back. I would have been like, hey, dude, you were great on this is not happening. But you know, I'm like, I'm playing it cool. Uh it's good to play but it yeah, cool. Then like the whole weekend after like gambling cool. with those guys night one and uh at the pre party, uh Kevin Ryan from the Are You Garbage podcast. Just super cool. Chopping it up. You guys talked skateboarding with him for like a half hour. It yeah. felt like I was in and out. It was one of those, sometimes when there's like a, you're talking to a comic and it's like, oh shit, like I got to piss, but fuck piss. I'm yep. going to stay here and be in this conversation. Fuck piss. <laughs> but like, that's where we that's were talking for so long. I was just. Fucked his piss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they piss really did. Him. <laughs> they fucking piss fucked me, dude. So I was like. Yeah, Kevin Ryan's like I'm, a cool yeah, Philly I'm going to go get a drink and take a piss because we've been hanging so comfortably so long. It's not like I got to cherish this moment of talking to someone I'll never get to talk to again. Follows us on Instagram now. What's up? Um, but yeah, we were just, uh, it was just surreal. And the hip. these guys are very cool too. And it's like, yeah, he was like, he was the first dude who like, he kind of like approached us, it seemed. I mean, maybe, maybe one of us was like, hey, I'm a fan. But then he's like, oh, dude, you guys were sick. Like, and then immediately was like, yeah. The conversation was like, he was kind of like interviewing us, not interviewing, but like he was steering the conversation. Like, he, well, he was, Appeared to be interested in the conversation, not just like, oh, thanks, John. Let me get the fuck out but of here. But he does, his show is something where it's more like interview format, if you will, where like the questions they take for all you garbage and right. stuff. So he's really, like, a, he's a natural when it comes to like, right. so where are you guys from? Oh, are you, are you skateboarders? Like, I'm doing fingerboard tricks for him. And then he's got a question about that. And then yeah. it's just like such a natural hang. You know, I was like, this is cool. This is night one. We've been here a couple hours, you know, and we're already chopping it up. Uh, and then, yeah, like on, I guess it was probably. Saturday or maybe it was the Sunday with DeRosa. That was like yeah, that was Sunday. The most cash hang and Jarv went up. DeRosa was like Joe DeRosa's texting in the green room something, and then uh, Jarv was like, "Hey man, uh, you're you're a hip hop head, aren't you? You're a big hip hop listener." You said something like that, yeah. And it was clear he was like finishing a text and it, you know, borderline brushing you off. And he's just like, hey, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." One second, man, I gotta. Oh, sorry, sorry to bother. That that's always the line, you know. Yeah. It's like ah. Idiot, fucking idiot, stupid, stupid, right, stupid. Uh, like, uh, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have bothered him. Like, yeah. but uh, he wrapped his text up real quick, and then you know was like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I love hip hop. My favorite shit is like uh, you know the early, you know, I love Tribe and whatever he said. I forget, but he totally like engaged, and that turned into an hour hang where we all yeah. just sat down and talked hip hop for like what felt like. If it wasn't, dude, like it was an probably like hour. an hour and a half. It was like a long fucking. We time, missed the dude. entire second kill Tony because of it, and I like I ducked out of the convo because I wanted to see William. I was like, again, it's like I'm not cherishing this. Like I'll never get a chance to chat again or something with this dude that we've listened to for a decade. 
it was just like, hey, I gotta, I'm missing the shit I wanted to see today yeah. now. But uh, it was so cool, and like uh, that's actually the influence for the oh, the opening song, because uh, DeRosa busted out a, a list in his phone that he had written out of his top twenty MCs. So we were like, let's check that out, and uh, Jarvis well, Jarv asked, asked why Q-Tip wasn't on it. Well, I asked him first. I was like, you know, we were just talking about hip hop in a general sense, and I was just like, who's your favorite? I'm like, do you have a favorite? And he's just like, KRS. And then I'm like, oh, and he's like, I actually have a list of 20. He's like, I have my top 20 list in my phone. Right, and we're KRS. like, dude, we have to see that. You got to take that. So he Do like, you remember uh, like even a, a three names that were towards the top of his list was like. Well, the 20 was in no particular order. Right, true. Yeah, yeah. he I, just I, said KRS was number one. I know one. Fife and Rakim were but on it. It's incredible how differing lists of, of hip hop fans uh, and then we found like the point of argument was like Fife versus Q-Tip on who's like the more legendary lyricist, I guess. Well, because I, I asked him, I was like, is Q-Tip on the list? Or, or yeah, yeah, I was like, is Q-Tip on the list? He's like, Q-Tip couldn't even look at the list. And I'm like, Q-Tip's in my top five. So I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Right, and KRS to me. Can't look at your list. Is Yeah, he's like, fuck KRS one. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, they're obviously legends and pioneers, but we're of whatever. The generation that was listening to MF Doom and Elzai like, teach us the, yeah, it's just the new level of lyricism and I, stuff. I don't, I don't uh, like, have hatred for KRS-One. I just have like, never really vibed to his music. But that one guy, two guys who love hip-hop, one guy can have KRS-One in his top five and no Black Thought, and the other guy can have Black Thought and Number no KRS-One. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's just weird to me. Um, so opinionated that I can't I can't fathom someone not thinking Black Thought is one of the greatest rappers yeah. alive. But it's like a generational thing. He's not that much older and than us, but in return, thinking KRS One is. Yeah, but uh, it's not all just. I mean, KRS One is like raw power, though. That's the thing, especially like if you see him live. Like I opened a show for him once in Greenfield, Mass, and I was like, I remember I was in the audience, and it's kind of rare that I had this feeling, but I, I was watching him, and I'm just like, dude. Like, I fucking suck. Like, you know what I mean? I was just like, I'm a bitch. Like, he's... Yeah. He, I don't know. He goes up there with just, like, this fucking energy, and his voice is just insane. It's just, like, like powerful. Whether or not he's, like, spitting the most intricate fucking bars or, or well, whatever. Well, he literally, like... like multis and shit. Literally. I was going to say he literally paved the way. But uh, he was a pioneer. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he like, worked. a road worker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, he was. He was that, like, you know... the. Doors didn't open without him opening that first door. You know yep. what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, we had very differing lists, so we're getting into this fun, organic hip-hop conversation. By the way, DeRosa has no fucking idea who we are. And then like at a certain point... You keep he, reminding him that we're rappers. It, it came up, I think, the KRS thing, and you said, I'd like, oh yeah, I opened for him in, in Mass or something. He's like, whoa, whoa, so what are you doing? And, what are, and he's like, oh, I'm a rapper. We're here rappers. Uh, they're the Palmer Squares. I'm Jarve. And then he ends up like looking us up. Uh, like pulls his Apple Music up and then pulls up Jarv's page. He's like, what, what album should I listen to? And then he points at Flow Stimulus immediately and then our page. And I feel like we gave him the wrong one, but we gave him With Always. or Without It. And they're all pretty bad. Yeah. But I'm like, With or Without It, now with the old, we're the first two because they're the last two releases. And we're just like, here's some new shit that we're really proud of and here's a collection of old stuff. Like, that's actually, I think, actually not a bad suggestion. Not yep. to say he's going to listen to those two albums. Um, but then I wanted to go see William and I was like, hey, man, great hang you mind if we get like a little squad pick before i run out of here so i take a picture and then derosa goes send that to me and i was like yeah pull out your phone i'll airdrop it and he goes no no no, take my number take my number so he, he puts his number in my phone and he goes send that to me and uh, he goes send me their numbers too so then i send him the picture and then i send seth and jarv's number you know like good talking to you and then uh 
he texted you what yesterday or yeah something? yeah well he he uh dm'd me on instagram but he was just like hey man great combo the other day it was nice meeting you and he's like i'm listening to the album now and it's all caps with like 10 o's he's like dope yeah and i was just like holy fuck that's crazy and also knowing the per that conversation and things i've heard him say on podcasts in the past like yeah he likes old school hip-hop and yep. you have a very old school vibe with your modern hip-hop yeah especially like the way you approach flow stimulus for sure and i even said to derosa like you're gonna love jarv dude like i wanted him to listen to your shit and he did and that's sick and uh i guess our dm got lost in the mail uh, <laughs> well, no, but didn't, you you had a text back and forth right yesterday, didn't you have a with him? No, we just like now we like you know follow each other back on oh, stuff. Oh yeah, he like everybody you. we were he hanging with, with. Yeah, yeah. I like oh like I didn't follow Kevin Ryan and Derosa on Instagram and shit. So that's like the time to do it because if they see their shit, they remember you and they're like, hey, right. you know, I like these guys now. Right. Um, and then it's like you ever see him again next Skank Fest or whatever. Dude, and then it's like hey, what's up? What's crazy too is there were three times during the Derosa hang where other comics come up. And something he did that was fucking very personable that the other guy, well, we never had like a, a long enough hang for it to happen, but other comics are walking up. Literally, uh, uh, I keep saying literally, I'm going to kill myself for it. Rachel Feinstein comes up and he goes like, hey, Rachel, these are the Palmer Squares. I meet these guys. And we're like, hi. Like, <laughs> like you're, What's up? You're famous. And then uh, TJ Miller. Hey, TJ, you know TJ Miller? Handshake, handshake, handshake. He was like giving us ins, which made it all the more comfortable. And then TJ Miller's playing us a song on his phone, like we're like huddled yeah, around his cell phone. Because he has a, a rap song or something. <laughs> and uh, and then Eddie Pepitone walks up. Same thing. Eddie, meet these guys. These are good guys. Yeah, these, and then these I, are good crew of guys here. And then I did the best thing. Yeah, no. Jarv's been shopping his joke <laughs> on William Montgomery, Eddie Pepitone, DeRosa. Well, tell him the joke. Hit him with the joke. So I say, I'll shorten it for you guys. Yeah. It's a. Uh, you know, so my great. girlfriend, she keeps trying to tell me I'm closed-minded. I'm like, bitch, you don't want all these fucking clothes. Pretty good joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's, always, that's always how you want to end the joke. Yeah, pretty good, right? Pretty good, huh? It's a great place to tell it with two guys who have heard it 80 times. <laughs> Whatever, dude. It's better every time. you can't hear. So better every time. It started with William Montgomery sitting down in the green room and like working on his minute for Kill Tony. <laughs> and then Jarv's like, should I go tell him a joke? And like, in my head, I'm like, if, if I were like, had a joke I wanted to show. I'm like, I'm not going to go bother him. So I was like, yes, Jarv, yes, please go, go tell it. him. Uh, and then he sits down and yeah, he trimmed the fat on the intro. So he's building it up. He's like, so he's, he's telling William, like, kind of go something like this. Okay. It's like, a, it's kind of like a Def Jam joke. And it's like, just get to it. <laughs> and then he's, he's like, so my girlfriend, she says I'm closed minded. William is lighting a joint at the time and you can't smoke in the green room. And then Jarv goes, and I'm like, bitch. And then a guy walks up, goes, you can't smoke in here. And then William gets completely distracted, puts it out. And then Jarv just like sits there. And like, like, oh, uh, nothing better than having to start back from one yeah. and retell a joke to a professional comic. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. What were you saying? Okay, so like, like I'm saying, it's kind of a Def Jam joke. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my girlfriend, right? It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that one didn't go over as well. Yeah. But when I William's told it, nice. He's just like, oh uh, no, I, yeah, 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 good, yeah. It's funny. <laughs> it's like, is it? <laughs> is it? Is it really? No, but when I told it to DeRosa and Eddie Pepitone, Eddie Pepitone laughed. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. And he even said you were you were doing the same thing like uh, you know kind of a Def Jam joke and then he goes like just say trim the intro get to it or they were like you don't need a disclaimer and I'm like yeah. well I might do an accent <laughs> and they, that, that got a laugh but yeah there is a, a sensation of like making a comedian laugh when you're not one it's yeah just like, well that's insane pretty good I don't know and if then it was nice after or that what. it was after they laughed and shit that's when Eddie Pepitone was like you got a good crew here yeah it's pretty sick um, felt God good damn what else felt damn good. 
That was like the highlight of the whole shit to me. That was like insane. Yeah, dude. I have like, I, I shared 10 photos the day after where I was just like, you know, Skank Fest, best weekend ever. And I, I have at least 10 more with like other comics or whatever, just of a podcast thing. It's just, I don't know. A lot of that stuff is just for me, I guess. Like it's, it's too much to share. Yeah. And I want to make those little, I, I kind of got away from these little like tour recap edits I've been putting on Instagram. I did two of them on the West Coast and like I have so much more clips. I want to, it's just too busy to to get that shit done but i will finish those eventually with all the you know i'll make a little highlight reel of our skank fest weekend or yeah. something with all the footage from comedy jam and the crowd surfing and like it was just such a fun fucking weekend it's it's stimulus overload even when it's not in vegas and, and there's a right. casino and every every building's a fucking casino and i'm losing hundreds of dollars oh none of us won shit I was up too Sunday night. I was up fifty dollars yeah. from the past three nights, and then Sunday night I'm like, well, let's hit, hit another ten bucks. And then I just three nights of game. Whatever, dude. <laughs> You're it's down. Pathetic. Suck me. Yeah, because I play like a man. I put fucking hundred bucks on the table and walk away without it. Two minutes later, a I made some money man. on craps. I made some money on craps Sunday. You are crap. I, I dude. made money craps on craps. I like craps, and then You're I lost craps. it all. I, I don't know. My instincts with gambling have always been just terrible. Play the field. To like, I, and I was doing, I was doing well. I made all my money back and then I had a couple extra chips. I was like, I could have cash out now and be like, I didn't lose anything. And I got, I'm up like 10 bucks, like just leave. But no, I lost all of that. Uh, I just, I just, my instincts are terrible. Not just with that, dude. It was like Sunday. So fucking burnt out. It was the most awkward day for me to like have the hangs or at least before five o'clock. So that, that's like when I ate for the first time was like five o'clock. Um, so I was like. I'm like, I'm like waiting. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting in the green the tattoo room. and shit, too. Yeah, we got up. Me and Jarv got... There's so much to talk about. We got Skanks tattoos. Fuck and yeah, baby. We waited until the uh, the last day where it seemed like we should have been sleeping in because Skanks didn't start till 3. I was like, all right, I'll sleep until 2.30. I'm like, no, I got to get up because they, they opened the tattoo shop at noon and that's going to take a couple hours to get in line. Uh, so yeah, just fucking exhausted. And that was like the hardest... Uh, the most difficult time I had, like, socializing. Normally, it's a little easier for me. And then every interaction I had with somebody, I was like, God damn it, I fucking am. I, I, I'm just, like, a zombie right now. I don't know how to speak. Uh, and then I'm, like, I'm waiting in the green room because normally, if you wait long enough, some pizzas come in there. Or they got a trays of tacos. And I'm just waiting for the free food. And then I see people eating pizza. And it's just because you can buy it at the fucking thing. And I'm getting everything free all weekend. And I, I'm waiting. I was like, no, nah, I just keep waiting. And I'm like... I'm starving, dude. So I go, I'm like, I gotta go. I go get a slice of pizza and as I'm walking back in the green room with it, there's a stack of eight boxes being carried in for free and I was just like, that's my gambling instinct, by the way. It's always like, no, wait for the next hand. You didn't put your chips down, the next one. Or like, oh, th three fours in a row? There's no way she'll throw a fourth one. You know, and then it's like I'm missing opportunities to bet on my instincts. That pizza thing is like a, a perfect example of my, you know what? I'm gonna go now. And then it, Here's eight chips high of pizza. Like, God damn it, I didn't need to go spend $10 on a slice of cheese pizza. There's hundreds of free ones right here now, but I was like, I couldn't wait to eat any longer. I was like, I was done. I was burnt out before Sunday, and then by Sunday, I was just having awkward, I was talking to Jay, and it was like the most awkward conversation I had. Literally, the guy who did my tattoo has done a tattoo for him. And the guy who did mine, I had no clue. I looked at his card. He's from not only Chicago, but my neighborhood. He has a shop that must be 10 minutes from my house or less. And I was like, what are the fucking odds? Like, now I have a guy right. that I know back home because I want to go get more work done. And this guy's work is incredible. I could have said, like, hey, Jay, check this out. Like, I did. I'm like, I got, I got the tap, peep it. And it was dark as fuck. So he's like, no one can see anything. 
And I feel like and you got the bandage on it, so it's all like right. pulled the blood. But it just would have been like, like what I should have said was like, "Hey, your boy Manny did this," you know. And you're like, "Oh, I know Manny's the best." But I was like, "You see it? I know it's like it's dark in here, but it's like it's, it's like oh, cool." Yeah, and I was like, "I hate this right now. Like, I'm just having like the worst interactions because I have I'm, I'm no sleep and no food uh, in me this this weekend." Uh, but yeah, a couple slices of pizza and a Red Bull. I don't know the last time I had Red Bull. I had three Skankfest weekend. <laughs> like I needed them. Um, I don't know what else, dude. There's a. I'm trying to. I'm trying gay to, blind Mike got his cock sucked. Yeah, that for was show. Sweet. I didn't want to do it, but I had to. <laughs> um, it's for the bit. I, I am now a, a reigning champion. Yes. Yep. Yep. Ellis Mania, uh, which Term participated in last year, we talked about it. The musical chairs match. There's always like whatever two less chairs than than yes. fighters, so they have to square off for a minute to see who gets to stay in, and then the last man standing is the winner. Term was the last man standing, and the winner. Thank you. Pretty fucking sick, dude. Give us us your recap of each round. Yeah, take us through it. Um, Well, first of all, there's a strategy to this musical chair boxing, and that's being good at musical chairs. Yeah, sit down in a chair is the strategy. Which some people called me a pussy for, Lewis. (laughs) And... (laughs) Uh, but I get down, you know, if you get down to like the, the bottom four or five, you know, it's good because some people, some guys like to straight off refuse to take a seat. Yeah, Fucking you'll see them. They just like waltz over to the corner. Macho shit. Yeah. And they just uh, offer to fight first and second and third. And they're worn out. You got to conserve your energy. Idiots. Um, but I fought three dudes. Beat them all. And the last one was a two-minute round because it was like the final The final the round final is two round. minutes, which one-minute rounds don't sound like they would be you know, that exhausting or, or that it's that much. But you're being judged on aggression. So everyone in that one minute is just exerting everything they can, throwing everything they can. Yeah. Um, and, it, and you're in front of hundreds of people. You're in front of comics you admire and shit. I mean, There's adrenaline dumps. So yeah. after the second one, I, I like legitimately can't breathe. Uh, the one dude, it's me and the last two guys, and the one dude was nice enough. I just told him, like, hey, I need to take the chair. It's <laughs> like, please give me the chair. Both these dudes haven't fought in a few rounds. Yeah. I think the one dude hadn't even fought at all. Uh, but he was nice enough to give me the chair, so I get to the finals. And, yeah, that was tough. So you fought for four total minutes I between f- three guys. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I've, like... I got I- my bell rung. Probably twice. There was two moments in in those. Uh, the second round was like. Second round devices. was your toughest round. It looked like I was fighting a guy who looked like he had done a lot of meth that day, <laughs> and he was like tall as fuck though. Too. He was much bigger than me. His yeah. eyes were bugging out of his head, and he was constantly jumping around, like doing that, like slapping his own face. Like let's go. Um, <laughs> two two seconds into it though, it's obvious this guy has no fucking clue what he's doing. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun though. Gets down to the wire, and at the last like thirty seconds of the final round, I kind of figure, I, like I'm done. I got no more. I got nothing left in the tank. I'm on the ropes. Uh, but the dude I'm fighting doesn't really have anything left in the tank either. And I just made a, a last minute decision. They yelled thirty seconds left, so I'm, I just spit my mouthpiece out because it's. I got there late. I didn't have time to form my mouthpiece. It's just making me gag. I can't breathe with yeah, it in. Yeah. And once I spit my mouthpiece out, I threw a couple. Also, the spitting out of the mouthpiece got a little pop from the crowd. It was like, yeah, let's go. And the pops from the crowd really do help. Yeah. Um, I've heard fighters talk about how, like, you know, way more professional dudes, but like how we don't, we can't even hear the crowd, can't even hear what people are yelling. Yeah. Um, but a pop from the crowd totally helps. 
And yeah, once I spit my mouthpiece out and landed a left cross, I was like... You finished stronger than he did in those 30 seconds. Absolutely. Hit him with another one, oh, two. Yeah. And that's sometimes, that's all it takes. Let's say you're neck and neck, or even if he's winning, if you leave the final statement yeah, there, like, the crowd remembers that. Because that's how it is. It's like... The championship the crowd, seconds. The crowd gets to cheer for the winner. And I was saying like... Even if you didn't win, which I believe you did, it's like the people around there, they like know you. A, a good handful of them know you as the guy who raps. Right, they I've saw you fight last over. year. Exactly. So it's like when they're like, hey, this methy guy, or, you know, the guy you know and love from last year. And I Palmer might have Squares. lucked out on people just not liking the meth guy. What was cool too is like. I did land more cleaner shots on him, but he was like bullying me more of the minute. The energy too, like there's people standing all around the ring and then there's like this three, it's in the middle of like a plaza where there's a second floor balcony you can all stand around and look or a third floor balcony and stand around and watch. Yeah, there's a lot of observers. We were the bird's eye of the third view. Nothing to do with the fest. But we're looking, yeah, and that was actually not ticketed. Like it was, you could just walk into that. There's like a chapel. There's people who just got married who are watching me fight. Yeah, that was their honeymoon was watching you spit your mouthpiece out. Um, but yeah, they, that everybody standing around the ring they started like you know drum rolling with their hands and like that energy was fucking electric it was awesome dude and like that was it's pretty sweet yeah I, w I was hyped for you i was uh, told that i hit like a truck fuck yeah so that's got to be good to hear I'm even like making a comedian laugh like when the fighter comes to you and like dude you rung my bell you know that's got to be like that feels pretty fucking good like this guy's bigger than me and i heard him feels nice Hell yeah got a belt Almost didn't, but... Wore it all weekend. Yep. Felt like a real jag-off by Sunday. It's like, what am I doing? Yeah. It was sick. It was cool, though. I met Nate I Diaz for like three seconds. Nate Diaz came through. Yeah. I went to get a picture. He slapped the belt and called me champ. Felt pretty nice. Only one of us is a champ. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of us is wearing a belt. Uh, it, was, it was super cool, though. Um... Oh, what? There was one more thing I wanted to fucking mention about that. The Ellis Mania he, he shit. Was, he was in the room just as we started our set on Saturday night. Nate Diaz watched us rap a couple songs. And he walked out during song three. And I can't help but I think, wouldn't take it personally, he dude. He hates us. He thinks we're the gayest thing that ever happened to the world. I don't Since think... Uh, bread. I don't <laughs> think we would have... Uh, like. I don't think we walked Nate Diaz as much as he just didn't want to stay in that room all fucking yeah, night. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was probably it was probably like our, our music annoyed him in the first place, and then that I'm no like way. wearing a belt. He's no probably way, like dude. this guy's like disgracing the sport. That no way. Who these fucking guys? Is fucking whack. Uh, so we opened we we opened with Rohypnol, which was like a game time decision. We were like, what would be a good song that we murder? that Nate Diaz might watch and it might not suck. So we played Rohypnol, and yeah, I think it went pretty fucking well. And then I shouted you out because you're wearing the belt, and I was like, hey, put your gloves on. Like, we have this unreleased song called Golden Gloves. It goes pretty hard. And it's all like... See, uh, our song's unreleased. We can still tell people yeah, what it's care. called. Bitch. <laughs> Homo, but, so, and it's I like, will <laughs> kill you. It's like a boxing... Let's go, put your dukes up, son. I hit like a truck. It's all boxing references and shit, this song. So it's yeah. like, you know, you're wearing the belt. It's like in the beat, a super hard beat. It's got like the bing, you know, the, the bell ringing. There was a moment where my voice cracked. That, that's when he walked. Super embarrassing. You walked him with that <laughs> prepubescent voice crack. Um, then, uh, and then, yeah, the third song we played was Bag It Up, and a pretty gay, corny old song. But um, I still feel like... It's a good song. He dude, saw like us do... Song. Rohypnol and Golden Gloves, and those are good songs where yeah, we rap well. Two out of three ain't bad. And even even bag it up. It's like we look at it unfondly because it's old and it's a cringy that we see like things like make papes with it. Right. Not cool. It's not even like that anyone's paying attention necessarily to the words. Yeah. It's just that I'm like split out and pass this shit. Rah! He was probably like, let's get the fuck out of here. This is annoying. 
Uh, well, this is gay. Flip side to that coin is I looked over while you're rapping during Golden Gloves and while I was rapping during Rohypnol, he wasn't standing talking to Shane in those moments I looked over. He was watching us rap for sure. Hell yeah. So like, yeah, we rapped for Nate Diaz and uh, he called you the champ. Count it. I think it might very well be that he just was like, after a, after a couple songs, was like, I just want to talk in a quieter place to well, Shane or it's whatever. funny because he was brought there, uh, I believe, by Shane Gillis because they're kind of tight. Yep. Uh, but I'm just picturing it's like late Saturday night. The only things going on are these two white rappers who nobody knows. And in the other room is a naked roast where a bunch of fat guys have their wieners out. It's just the worst time for Nate Diaz to pop into this comedy festival. Like, Well, I mean, we heard him be and Dana White was there on uh, night one. You know, I never saw him, but we saw the photos that he took with the staff. My right, two so biggest UFC representatives stop by when there's no comedy going on. There's I'm, no comedy left. I don't, they're not there to see comedy. They're maybe, there to like not. be, you know, see their friends in town because they know Tony yeah. Hinchcliffe and Shane Gillis and whoever else. So it's like I never. These guys aren't hanging out in the green room with the rest because everybody from us to fucking like I don't know, like T.J. Miller and other. I, it might be a mob scene because yeah, one of the 100%. biggest names in professional sports is in the room. They probably want to go in like a no, somewhere no show. No green room. Like we'll go buy beers at the bar across the street if we can just have a little privacy to fuck yeah. around. Like it, when you're that famous, like yeah, Nate Diaz, Mike Tyson level of like recognizable Ooh, white rappers, man. I, I would be very this surprised, is gay bro. <laughs> I would be very surprised if he uh, le- legitimately hated what he saw, and he's like, "Let's leave." He's playing touch butt with his dork on the stage. <laughs> uh, no, Nate Diaz is the coolest. Yeah, huge highlight. Damn it, there was something else I wanted to mention, but what else is no? Well, one cool thing with me is uh, I had, like, Shane Gillis is one of my favorites, and at one point I just, like, talked to him for a fucking second. It wasn't anything, like, insane, but but he at least, like, I spoke to him, you know? And then they were doing the goddamn comedy jam, and he goes up and he does fucking Dragula, and a big, like, a crazy mosh pit is, like, right at the beginning, right, like, front of the stage obviously and I'm I'm in the back I'm in the back when it starts and I see the mosh pit going and I'm like oh fuck and I run and I like ditch my beer and I run and I jump in the mosh pit and I'm fucking going crazy yeah and at one point like you guys had you know, a little like, moment yeah I got my hands up I'm like ah. and like Shane is singing and he like looks at me and like pointed and gave me the like I see you bro like and I was just like yeah felt uh, like I was a little girl cute. seeing Elvis or something cute. you know what I mean dude it is cute okay she just sucked him off I, I would have um and Given the thing, opportunity. Another thing that I do want to mention is that uh, Adam E. gets there. And uh, if anybody's seen the Norm MacDonald podcast, is the, is the other guy. That's Adam Egget. And he's very close to Norm. And he was previously, and for many years, the, the booker for the comedy right. store, where we recently just saw <laughs> Darren Carter, the party star. The worst. And so that was like, a, well, first of all, another very cool thing where Adam Egget super approachable and like uh our oh, buddy yeah. spencer was wearing a shirt that was like a collage of norm mcdonald on friday and then we talked to adam on saturday spencer's wearing a different shirt and then uh when we were saying what up spence was saying like uh you know big fan whatever he's like oh i should have worn i wish i would have worn my norm shirt today and then he goes wait a minute did were you the guy who had a shirt it was like a collage of norm and then he's like yeah and he's like i heard about that like there was buzz somebody told adam like, i heard I was, about your shirt that's fucking so cool uh, but he's like, oh, yeah, you're the guy. That's awesome. And then uh, 
he compliments my shirt because I had that Alfred Hitchcock shirt, and then he sees my tattoo, and he's like, what's your favorite? Dude, I like panicked for a second. I gave him, a, I don't even know if I believe this, but uh, I really, I gave him a good answer still. He said, what's your favorite Hitchcock movie? Rope. And I said, Rope. Did you? Yes. I love Rope. I do too. I, I honestly would think that's probably my favorite. But then I parlayed it because I was like, you know, I, I might have to go rope. It was early. It's maybe underappreciated compared to stuff, but it was ahead of its time for like the one take approach. Obviously, it wasn't shot in one take, but I was like a film guy in the way he cheated it behind the couch. And he's, and I even said like, you know, I'm part of the, the, the hip hop group. I'm a musician here and we have a lot of like one take videos. So I'm always been like, I just have like a proclivity for long tracking shots. I, I right. bought, so we were talking about like tracking shots in movies and you know one takes and stuff and I was just like, whew, that was close. I was like, oh my God. That's one Did of those questions it. like on the podcast where it's like, I don't know what my favorite fucking movie yeah. is. But Did I was Hitchcock like, do um, The Trouble with Harry? Uh, I don't know. That's not Some in my... Hitchcock movie? I wouldn't even let Harry look at my list. I like that, <laughs> I like that movie a lot. Do you ever see Family Plot with Bruce Dern? No, I don't think so. No, I had a phase like where I was watching like every Hitchcock. Hitchcock movie, and then but I was mostly going through like from the beginning on, and then I just didn't make it to the seventies. Um, Trouble with here. So, anyways, we brought up to Egot. I was like, Is "Dude, Hitchcock. go good, on, it's a good one. Check it out." Um, I was like, "Highly recommended." Hey, we were in the comedy store a couple days ago, and like they need you back there, dude, because there was a full belly room and oh, fucking yes. Darren Carter the parties, and then dude, Egot rolls his eyes. He goes, "Oh my god." And then we were like, I did the, I was like doing that. And then he walks away. And as he walks away, he goes, I like my hack jokes. Like I like my, and that was fucking amazing. You can tell he's not a big fan of them either. Or at least he wouldn't agree with him closing out a fucking belly room on a Saturday night or whatever. Right. And he goes, I like my hack jokes. Like I like my, rolls his eyes and walks away. And I was like, oh God, this is a magical place, dude. This is just a fucking magical place, Skankfest. Yes. Um, I mean, there's more highlights. Uh, I know we got a, a cool shout out from Ryan Long, uh, who I remembered seeing last year wearing a prof hat around all weekend. And like in my head, I'm like, oh, this guy likes rap. Kind of like the DeRosa thing, you know? If I would have just walked up like, hey, you know prof? We've opened for him before. Like, yeah, you might like us. Didn't do that. However, this year, he heard us from the green room and like came out and watched some songs and was very hyped to like tell us that he loved it afterwards. Very nice. Um, but yeah, it's just wind in the old sails, dude. It feels oh, fucking yeah. awesome to just even like bump elbows around that crew, let alone have a full-blown conversation for an hour with somebody or be told like, uh, what's the name? Is it Chris Robertson? Uh, the guy, the, the artist seemed to be very into, didn't he like the take your number? Guy? Yeah, the painter. He paints the yeah, yeah. comedian's faces at every uh, Kill Tony. I don't remember his name. Uh, anyways, I think he's a Jar fan now. You know? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I was talking to him when you guys were going and I was going to just pop up and do my song or whatever. I was like, I was like just doing the introduction and then you and then you started playing uh, or you just started calling my calling me up or whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, sorry, dude. Yeah, yeah. I have to go up there and rap. And he's like, oh, I'm going to watch it. Sick. And then the next day I saw him again and he was like, he's like, dude, you're the truth or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But it was it was really cool. The truth. Yeah, the truth oh, yeah. is here, the truth is here. But uh, he was a really nice guy and an awesome fucking artist, too. I'm just so glad that this, like, and I was, like, all drunkenly saying, like, you know, this all started with, like, us showing up. And then I remember I, you know, told asked Lewis on the show, like, in 2018, he, they were promoting Skankfest back then, and we'd never been there. And I was like, you guys booking music yet? You know? And he's like, you just got yourself booked, doggy. And they were, like, joking about it. And I was like, this has been a years-long evolution of networking. This is, like, the first networking success in maybe our fucking career where, like, this took years of like little ping pong, like show up, see their podcast, and then, you know, 
we were on the show and then Lewis came out and he saw us rap at Pianos in New York 2019. Right. And it's just been this like tic-tac thing. And now we're we're here to the point where we can like have our pals come with and experience it with us and like it feels more than ever like like we belong whether we believe that or not. Uh and and I was, what I wanted to say was Hey, we, they've invited us back a couple of years in a row now, and like every year, it's like God. I hope they bring us back. We always nothing but gratitude and thanks to Lewis and Christine and and Rebecca at the end, and it's just like thank you so fucking much for everything. You guys did it again, right? Blah blah blah. They have to have us back next year because you got to defend the belt, baby. No, we yep. talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there was a musical chair boxing on Saturday. We were at the the taping for Big J special. Yeah. Uh, so me and the guy who won that were we're talking about maybe trying to unify the belts. At the next King Fest would be a lot of fun. I would I would much rather. Um, I know this year like Harrington fought Booger Beard, uh, Paco fought Dylan. Like I would much rather have one opponent who we could fight for three yeah, rounds. Yeah, then, then you, looking at a, a Rolodex of you know, have nine to be guys the smallest guy every time who's going up against fucking Meth Head. Oh God, I got to shit so bad. Yeah, come on, don't shit. Pants. I've had the Rona shits, man. It's the worst. No, these are just my standard shits. It's just we're in a fucking hotel room, and I, I woke up 25 minutes before we started doing this, and yeah. normally that's my I'm shitting time. I didn't get to have my shitting time today, yeah. you guys. I shat like eight times yesterday, and every time it was just like, oh yeah, so just one little. It's that, like uh, when you spit dip into a cup. <laughs> dip spit shits. <laughs> so uh, each night when we checked in, I check in, and uh, every night we check into a hotel room, and this whole tour is like somebody is getting spooned. We're just revolving, you know? I I share the bed with Seth, and then Jarv gets a bed, and then the next night, right. you know, Seth shares a bed with Jarv, and then I get the solo bed, and we're just, like, revolving who it gets the 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 bed in the in the two-bed hotel room. So I'm checking in to uh, the Golden Nugget for Skankfest, and they're like, okay, and uh, we got you in one king bed, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa like, I need, <laughs> we need two beds, and then they're like, no, we got you for one, and then I'm like, all right, hold on. Seth, come here. I and foresaw this too, and I was like, I think they got us two rooms. Yeah, it's crazy, um, which they did the first year. As the well. lengths they go to to uh, make everything great for the the performers is really it never ceases to amaze. Yep. But from the fucking gift packages to the payout to the fucking booking Dude, you rooms, in the gift packages, they gave us fifty dollars in chips. There's also for like the casino. There's like, weed and kratom and rolling papers and sh- shirts and a yearbook, and then yeah, like they 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 just give you like. Money. There's there's gambling chips. Which every every artist has fifty dollars in gambling chips. Every artist lost yeah. back to the casino. Kind of made it okay to lose. I was like, that's free money, you know? right? Betting with house money here. Um, but yeah, I lost way more than that fifty. I probably yeah. lost two hundred fifty dollars uh, all in all. But yeah, I'm just not good at gambling. Never have been. Got to learn how to do that better. Yeah, we say it every year though. They like they take such good care of everyone. Um, they seem so much more focused on just. Showing everyone an amazing time than fucking reaping in mass profits. Yeah. Um, and we say it every year. Like, they could fucking cancel all our sets upon arrival. We'll, we'll still be happy to be yeah, there. What are they paying us for? <laughs> Don't Why pay do these me. guys have rooms? Why do we invite them? Anyway, so it was, uh, I had the solo bed the first night. And then the second night, I had the solo bed, or like like my room, alone. Because Jarv's stuff was just all in terms room. And he's like, you know what, it's, it's easier my toothbrush, my clothes are all in there. I'm just going to go. And I was like, all right, hey, lucky me. I get the fucking solo bed two nights in a row. So I just assumed, like, eventually it's going to be back to, you know, somebody share the bed with me. As so did I. I. I thought it was clear. I, so term 
felt terrible, I guess, on Saturday night. And he left the casino first. Every single night, we're leaving Skankfest at like 2.30 in the morning. Also, and then we're going to the casino until like right. 5 a.m. It's fucking it's, retarded. It's, it's you know, we said earlier, it's Skankfest in the first place is already exhausting and it's just so much going on. But then you, you throw it in Vegas and it's like everyone feels this obligation to be up till 6 in the morning walking around the casino. And, and it's dude, just unnecessary. And what's you can wild go to bed is, at 1. You can go to bed at 2. I'm leaving you can the go casino. Bed at 11. I'll leave the casino and I'll be walking past like Lewis or something, you know? And then when I get up, I go and I t- and he's he's up earlier than me. I'm like, "How are these guys finding any yeah. he, he, it's his show. It, this this whole event is his fucking thing. He's got to be a part of like, you know, five shows starting <laughs> earlier and lasting later than our shit and it's like that's what's I kept reminding myself when I was like, I'm too tired and stuff. It's like, everybody's tired. The right. performers are tired. It's just, you sleep come Monday, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyways, that Saturday night, um, Term left first because he felt I'm out. bad. And then I, w- I lost drunk. my money and I was like, I'm just going to lose more money. So then I left and Jarv's still doing okay at the table. Um, and I left my, you know, sometimes I'll put the fucking deadbolt, the little swoop over latch on the door but i was like oh, i can't what if i don't know if jarv has a key i don't know what the situation is so i want to make sure it's open uh and then yeah i wake up the next day jarv's laying next to me that's chill and then uh like tell me what happened when you <laughs> when you came back saturday night yeah so i'm like i was like ah oh, fuck it you know like he said i'm like my suitcase my clothes everything's already in terms room so i'll just go back there that's where i've been i i get up i open the door Terms just <laughs> fucking laid out starfish style, butt ass naked, face down. Top I just of the see, covers. Yeah, <laughs> on just on top of the bed. I just see what his ass. I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? I don't think I was on top of the covers. You I think, were. I think they had been like shifted down. Underneath me. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, you probably started in the covers at yes. some point, and then they, the covers just rolled I'm off. I'm quite of positive you. I didn't just strip and then fucking belly flop <laughs> onto the bed. But that's how you, that's the position you were in when I found you. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what the... The I, old Derek Jeter is I was what, like, oh, Jesus. I, I was like, don't mind me. I'm just grabbing my stuff. And he's like... <laughs> he like sits up all like, like in a drunken daze, and he's like... Yeah, somebody just, just barged into my room. <laughs> there barged we're sharing yeah, rooms. yeah. Okay. The guy who's but, been um, sleeping in my room with me the whole, since we got yeah. here just barged in. <laughs> to get his clothing. <laughs> what do you need clothes to go to bed? Like change into a pair of shorts personally? Yeah, I, I, yeah let me just wear my jeans. Yeah, this guy butt-ass naked. Tell <laughs> yeah. me, what do you need clothes for bed? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm going to go sleep with Act butt naked. Yeah, let's dude. all sleep naked in the same yeah. bed. Strip to your boxers. Go to sleep. No, yeah. but I needed... Uh, what did I need? No, no I needed my habitual backpack. I left my clothes. I didn't even brusher. bring my clothes. Yeah, I got my toothbrush. No, dude, but also... Did you brush your teeth? This guy brushes his teeth like eight times a day. Once in the morning, yeah, once dude. at night. Eight times. Nine out of ten dentists recommend it. <laughs> eight times a day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, we've been sharing beds every night, so I don't think there's any surprise. Like, what are you, what are you barging into my room? <laughs> yeah. It's like, he might come back. I don't know. No, but it was, it was just hilarious. And then just like the... Like kind of drunken. I figured the combination of Matt getting his own bed for two straight nights and me going to to my room hours before everyone else. I offered it Friday. Clear, like okay, Seth's alone in his room. I'll just say for the record, I haven't had my own bed since my sister's house. And I, you know, okay, I'm just gonna point that out. And I mean, I ain't complaining. I'm just saying. Just saying. I I felt like I I should have had it last night. I felt like I was given one last night just because I'm sick. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's the thing too. Is like I don't. I don't get the use of the word. I thought it was clear. There's times where like we're, you're, you're walking right behind me and then we're, we're all walking back somewhere and I look back and you're gone and then I can't find you or something. We're about to go smoke a joint and I'm like, 
oh, God damn it. Or like if, if you got to go take a, say like, I'm, I'm going to go take a piss. Like the, the communication of like, hey guys, I'm sick. Please like, I, let me have the room to myself tonight. That would make it clear. That's all. <laughs> Jarv stayed in the bed with you for the first two nights. And then like, you're like, I thought it was clear that I wasn't going to be ass naked in there alone. It's not clear. <laughs> Because it's like, communicate. Just say, I got to go take a piss. Hey, like, I'll meet you out there to smoke that joint. Hey, tonight I don't feel good. Like, I said it on Thursday night. I said, French fries. I said on Thursday, hey, guys, I was hoping I could have the solo bed tonight, you know? And then, like, I thought I made that clear. That's, that's what I'm saying. Just tell us. Uh, otherwise, it's to be assumed that somebody might be in there, and I don't know. What's the big deal? See your naked cock. Ass. Yeah. And it's not. No, I thought it was hilarious. Pimply dude. ass. Oh, that yeah. sweet ass of mine. Glowing in the moonlight. <laughs> And there was a butt plug sticking out of it, which is pretty good. A fidget spinner on the end of it. <laughs> yeah, hey, yo. Yeah. Taking it back. Yeah. Um, well, shit. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's I don't know, another hour's worth of skin yeah, stories. Yeah, you just keep, like, I don't stumbling even, into yeah. like, oh, yeah, and then that happened. Um, but all in all. You were divulging too much. It's fine. I, did anybody die this week? Yes. Well, there was the first obit. I, I have one. Wait, okay. wait, 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 Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. So I would just like to say rest in peace. Oh, wait, you didn't do the thing. Sorry, dude. Huh? Connecting. Oh, your phone. I would like to say rest in peace to that dirty whore that I killed in Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. What happens there stays there. Much like her... Lifeless body. <laughs> yeah. The internet in this hotel room is fucking dog shit. And it just disconnects after like, it doesn't stay connected for more than 25 minutes. So if you give me it a It might second, work better if I give you my hotspot. Because my phone like the... It'll, it'll, I can get it back. But this, uh, yeah, this hotel the, hasn't been terrific. We're up in the mountains. Yeah. You should have seen the fuck, dude, at, you should have seen the back road we took to go to fucking Walmart last night. Oh, that was night. crazy. It was pretty sick. We were off road. That's what my phone told me to do. Yeah, we were basically we were off-roading it. In the, the Wi-Fi in the network, IHG one rewards free Wi-Fi could not be joined. All right, Run suck my cock, you fucking IHG internet piece of shit. All right, let's see. I'll see if my hotspot works. We're getting internet in this motherfucker. It's 2022. Get with the times, Cedar City, Holiday Inn Express and Suites. Wait for it. This is going great. Just say who died. Why don't you just tell me who died? The hotspot didn't work. It's the spinning fucking dial thing of connection lasts ten minutes for everything. No, nothing's working. Okay. All right. Just speak. And. It's a loop right there. I was born to make you happy. Wait. No, it isn't Randy Newman. Oh, I was like, wait, what? It's the opening song from the movie Parenthood. Uh, Eileen Ryan, the mother in Parenthood, died. She's also Sean Penn's mom. I can't remember her. I've seen that movie, though. She's She has a really insignificant part. Jason Robards. The, is the, basically the grandpa. She's the grandma. Okay. But then there's a great grandma. So she's Steve Martin's mom? Steve Martin's mom in Parenthood. She has like four lines. I see. It's more Jason Robards. He goes, uh...
happening right now? What is happening right now? I don't really know anything about Eileen Ryan. We also don't have any whiskey, oh, so we shit. can't we can't honor these people. Wait, wait, wait. It says my hotspot's working now. Try to connect. Okay. There you go. You've got a friend in me. This is just what I fucking need. Got to check out in 30 minutes. I still got to upload my goddamn Goosebumps song to Patreon. It's never going to work. Yes, Thank you, internet. It's not going to do it. Yeah, whatever. So Fuck it. No music, no internet. Fuck it. Honestly, probably no fan questions now because terrific. Oh, there we go. That was working. This bit really went awry, you guys. <laughs> Could have just... We, we, let's end. Sean Penn's mom died. Oh, and uh, Hagrid from Harry Potter. He died also. Big fat dude. Big fat hairy guy from Harry Potter is dead. Yeah, I only knew that from watching Kill Tony when they said the one guy. They said it on Kill Can Tony. Can I see a picture? I don't know this guy. I don't know Harry Potter. So if you, you Google Robbie Coltrane. I can't Google. Wait, just connected. Here's the thing is, uh, it's on all these like weird things about Hagrid and Harry Potter and how he was fake. But then this guy exists. It's a piece of shit. So but I think the character is like half him, half like prosthetics and shit. Wait, what? They were saying Hagrid was fake? I have seen this before. Like CGI or something? Yes. That's retarded. It's a fucking place. CGI wasn't that good in like when the first movie came out. Yeah, and this like it's not CGI. That's just him. He's just a big fat guy yeah. with a beard. What? Oh, that guy. Right. He's the one who like comes and takes Harry away to Hogwarts. How'd he die? I don't know. Being a big fatso. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be my first. Doing guess. what he loved most. <laughs> Being Robbie fat. Coltrane. How did he die? Not disclosed. Jesus Christ. This is going great. It All was right. definitely from <laughs> being fat, right? It has to be. Jarvis, this is where I'd normally say you've been listening to the TPS Sports Podcast. Uh, take it away. We should end. All right, folks. <laughs> Sean Penn's mom. We hardly knew ye. I love Parenthood. Hey, why don't you just verbally recommend an album? Just say the name of the album. Go no listen to it. And then we'll move right on. Can't do it. There just won't be one this week. All right, let's see if there's any written fan questions. I'd rather that. Uh, we've got um, Pickled Pussy. Oh. <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> That's just chaotic. Yeah, we have this goofy fan who years ago sent me an unsolicited picture of her ugly pussy. Oh, it's, it's, it's not tough good. to look at. And it I, dis- I recently discovered it. I feel the same way like when you talk about <laughs> getting a catheter with a boner. I'm just like, ah, I shudder. It's so gray, dude. That's the craziest part is how gray it is. <laughs> you say, it's like when they, the Rogan, <laughs> when they made yeah, Rogan more pale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's he looks like when they tried it's to... CNN doctor this photo. <laughs> it's like Chef in Apocalypse Now when he talks about the meat. It was all gray, man. Yeah, dude. Ugh. It's got an afro. Her pussy's it a saucy It does have an afro, too. Yeah. God, that is it's just the most. Oh, oh my God! And we're skipping over one. I know. Yep. I was insane detail. Is she has a like a pad? So she sent you two pictures. She has a originally. pad. Oh my God, she did. So then the first one, there's a pad on the pussy. Like a sticky note. Which is it's as gross as that is. It's kind of doing us a service because yeah. it's blocking this hor- horrific image. Looks like Brian Anderson now. <laughs> <laughs> she has bridge troll does. pussy. It kind of does, dude. If, they, if I had to fuck that thing to cross the bridge, I'm staying here. Yeah. yeah, I'm stuck. Anyway, the second picture she sent with this awful, terrible, horrible, no good no pussy. No good, very bad vagina. <laughs> <laughs> She's now got the pad in her mouth. 
And <laughs> and dude, she her hair, like she kind of looks like Ethan, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks like my best friend. <laughs> she also has like one of her arms is like all blue, like it was What's like going all bluey on her. Textbook mentally ill person just drawing on their fucking arms. She's like, she looks like well, she's like. 42. I feel like we've described it well enough that if she's listening, she knows it's her. <laughs> if you just say it's a blown out pussy, it could be anybody. It is the worst pussy. <laughs> oh Anyways, uh, is there any fan questions that are written? And maybe maybe if she did some maintenance on it, or she could salvage. Oh my god! Oh my god! No. Maybe if you shot it with a fucking shotgun, <laughs> some fucking bird shot, it would look better. Uh, this is from Damien Jost. I'm sure you have both seen the Clerks movies, so where do you guys stand on the Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings debate? And who would win on a lightsaber battle? My money's on Ack. Jarv is stronger with the Force, though. I uh, I know that's... Super question. Foreskin. I know that they have the whole, like, Lord of the Rings and uh, debate in Clerks, or I mean, it, it has to Clerks be Clerks 2, because Lord of the Rings wasn't out when Clerks came out. Clerks 2. Uh, but yeah, I remember that. Um, however... I don't give a fuck about either franchise. I've never seen the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, I mean, I pick Star Wars by default. Yeah, I've seen more of them, and I still <laughs> could give a shit. I still think it's more fun. I've said... I'm, I, I can't comment I've on said it. many times, I don't care for... Uh, like, what do you categorize Lord of the Rings as? Like, like mystical shit? Fantasy, fantasy like uh, the netherworld, dungeons and wizards and Middle dragons. Earth. That's why I've never watched Game of Thrones. Or like, anything. I'm not... Fucking gay. I dude. like sci-fi, but I, I don't really like that whole dragony. everybody's on, on horseback and steed with their metal chain link right. vests on. I like on realism, yeah. mostly. And even though Star Wars has, like, fucking goofy alien bars and shit, I find it way more realistic than Lord of the Rings with dragons and wizards and shit. Yeah. Star Wars all the way. Rhinos. I go Lords shit. of the Rings. Lords of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen them all, but I haven't seen all the Star Wars either, but mainly just because I like Led Zeppelin and they always would talk about Lord of the Rings. I feel like that's... What? It's kind of cool. Really? What? Wasn't out when they were out either. Led, not the movies, but the books. The books. books. They're, like they're not talking about the books. They're talking about the movies. Oh, I've read all the Star Wars Well, books. whatever. It's the same shit. Uh, one thing I know for sure is that I not would... The, well, you know what I mean. Whoop these tricks in a lightsaber battle, okay? Yeah, I'm taking I mean, heads off. <laughs> this is lightsabers Wait, versus actually, swords. It's I'm not actually gonna, a question. I'm going to give Jarva catheter with the lightsaber. I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, it just up comes up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> normally, normally, you're coming into the ass, but in this case... <laughs> uh, yeah, I would, I would start with their balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know just for fun maybe um, like direct pokes with it to the nips <laughs> burn yeah, the nipples off nips. he's not gonna like that <laughs> one like it, yeah. dude um, well once you hit my hard ass dick it's gonna <laughs> and then yeah I'm gonna boof you with the handle so uh, I, have a, I have a strategy I wouldn't chop your head off I'd make you feel it dude well since I got that uh, stretched out urethra from my catheter experience I'll put my lightsaber in there like with the handle and then turn yeah, it on and I'll just Helicopter dick <laughs> with the fucking. You'll wield it with your cock. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you'll swing it side to side. Complete control. Let's see. Oh my Call god. Call me Darth Balls. <laughs> Bang. It's time for. It's a little late. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> Nailed it. It's time for fan question. Yeah, if you can't tell, we're struggling. It's been a long weekend. Um, maybe there's a chance this plays. Um, maybe not. Let's see. Here we go. It's going to work. 
so far not, not a good start. <laughs> God damn it. What the fuck happened? Is it because we have late checkout and now what? They cut the internet off at it. noon? Like, my what shit, is going my shit, on? My shit worked. We watched Eastbound, Eastbound and Down all night. Yeah, I had to get online last night to fuck with this Deadhouse upload and I had to reconnect to the internet at least five times. Oof. Every time I stepped away, it was fucking not connected anymore. So and now annoying. there's no chance. Bitch, bastard, boofooker. Um, any, I guess I could read it, but I might fuck this up. God, yeah, this is because it doesn't. It's not exact. Sometimes. Yeah, it's, God damn, this is this is not going well. Well, we tried. Any other Skankfest stories? Wait, 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 wait a second. Which is what we want on a podcast, having to wait, wait. seconds. Okay, look, look, look. Here we go. Cherish it. We need to fucking. Strike while the iron's hot here. Hold on. Come on. Reloading the page. This is good stuff. Listeners, you guys like this part? I'm an hour into the current podcast, and I know you're not going to play this because you guys are already assholes and uh. just skip over anything Jarv says. You see what happened when I try to let this guy host the fucking show? <laughs> Easier said than done. Why would we but skip over your call? Because we interrupt Jarv. <laughs> Makes no that sense. was the running bit all week. Was like We don't want to talk. In fact, let's trade roles. We'll let Jarv host. And, he put and we no all saw how it. that went. We all no saw thought. how that went. <laughs> Over I just woke up. Says. Yeah, this is not a, a great time to be doing the podcast, that's for sure. I am turtle poking a shit right now. <laughs> Anyways, he goes on. Over anything Jarv says, but he brought up Chesky. Chesky's one of the most incredible artists to be in hip-hop today and for the last 10 years Give or take. Who is this guy? Jarv, is this your talk over this guy. Jarv, talk over this yeah, guy. If you guys don't know who that is, you guys should really familiarize yourself. <laughs> with Chesky. He's a bad motherfucker. C E. Okay, we could I figure out know. the spelling, sir. Who's Chesky? You say something last week I didn't hear when he's I was talking over from you? Connecticut. I don't remember how it came up, but yeah, he's a. Is this like your grandpa, like calling from the backwoods? Uh, yeah, stop talking over my boy. Who is this man, and why does he <laughs> listen to my show? <laughs> He's got my back. I like him. All right, I think this might be. Wait, is this the same? Yeah, same guy. Last week he called in with two Never approaches. Heard of jet ski, dude. Sorry. Oh wait, wait. I think I did. Hold on, hold on. I think I pulled the guy's thing. Fuck, I don't know where I put it, dude. Sorted by date. Was this know. the same guy who called last week? Yeah, for sure. Here's him again. Done. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I have no, a fuck you, dude. Eat my ass. I left that first one. I had a couple whiskey when I'm leaving this one. Dude, I, whoa. Uh, All right, we're playing no. the old game. What did he just say? What did he just say? <laughs> Fucking Boomhauer <laughs> listens to our show. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I had a couple whiskey when I left that first one. I had a couple whiskey when I'm leaving this one. Uh, I got it now. Yeah. What is Clear as day. I had a couple whiskeys when I left that first one. I had a couple uh, whiskeys when I'm leaving this one. Yeah, um, sort by date. Found, oh, he's a good man. Found it. Oh, oh, so hard to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Shut oh, off, shit. you faggot. <laughs> That's for you, dude. That's for you. Is this that guy with like a fat dude with one tooth who calls high school football games? Oh, oh so hard to listen. <laughs> Almost forgot. All right, let's uh, let's let's hear yeah, him out again. Funny. This guy's really stealing the show. Two weeks running. What was I calling that? Oh, yeah. Uh, don't be talking over. Uh, Get over it, dude. Jar. He almost name. didn't remember who uh, the fuck I was. Don't stop 
Liebe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's back, baby. I'm not gay, but, like, you're really gay. Shut up! Like <laughs> <laughs> just by himself in his truck. <laughs> okay, thank you, sir, but not really. Fuck you, actually. Here's something. What's up, you homos? This is your favorite homosexual faggot. Wow, <laughs> what are we doing with this Yo, show anymore, God dude? Damn. Oh, I, yeah, Ali reference. Okay, yep, yep. got it. My bad. Callback. Long week. Fuck yeah. Forgot. And I'd be calling you motherfuckers. You don't be playing my shit, and it's kind of starting to hurt my feelings. Give us some. Playing uh, you right now. You've been a staple like um guy and gosh since day one. Who is it? You don't play more shit. It's two trains. You know, I just just came through San Francisco. You hear that? By the oh, way, boy. you just reminded me. Just reminded me. That's why I didn't play your shit recently. Your phone sucks shit. Your phone sucks shit. I heard your... I screened yeah, your, your, all, your call last you time. You never have a Couldn't topic. hear it. You never have a question. Your phone fucking sucks ass. Shit. This isn't your ass. podcast, Two Trains. San Francisco. My boy Sam came through. That happens every time. Fix your shit. Fix your shit. He's still talking. Anyways, I had no reason to call. Anyways, I said nothing. Anyways, I didn't contribute at all to your show. I love how I'm always it being joking. Like, <laughs> term never is. Term it's, is it's, mad, dude. It's truly annoying. All he right. calls in to bitch that we don't play him, and then, like, we play it, and it's absolutely nothing. Yeah, your phone. My friend went to your show. Great. <laughs> Thank your friend for me, dude. Appreciate it. Dude, you guys Fucking need to think of something to say before you dial the number. Term and two trains, Ellis Mania for the belt. Let's 2023. Go, I hit like a truck. <laughs> uh, well, you're going to love this minute and a half he hits call like from a train, guy. Apparently, he's like two trains. Two trains. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Two trains will annihilate a truck. <laughs> All right. I'm guy. What's up? Yo, I'm just wondering if you guys are keeping up with the Alex Jones trial over like the, no. the Sandy Hook Hope allegations is. and stuff. He was just ordered to pay a billion. $965 million. You say a billion at that point. To his. What are you listening fucking, to, I'm Sorry. My fucking. <laughs> my stepdad just came into the room. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was just pay, or ordered to pay $965 million to, I think it was eight of the families that uh, he. I guess, you know, caused the stress towards the writer. Their argument is that he made money off of claiming that it was a hoax. Which I think you're um, totally free to do. Which he 100% did. Um, but, Why you can't know, you do that? I know that uh, a term has mentioned Alex before. And, yeah, I was just curious your guys' take man. on it. Like $965 million are to be paid. And that's on top of the fucking shit he had in Texas where he he had to pay like 50 million to uh, another like similar similar thing. Yeah, that's my question. You know, you know, I, I thought it was wrong what he did to those families and Sandy Hook. I think it was cool. You thought it was cool? I, like he didn't dox anyone. He didn't harass anyone. <laughs> you he it was he cool has a that show. His fans did. He has a show. And all he did was question the narrative of a school shooting. I don't know. What's I think the guy's a jerk, but I still think a billion dollars is rather steep for his his role in it. Yeah, maybe he's gonna be in trouble. You know, 
billion dollars trouble? I it's symbolic. Know. Like nobody gets sued in a civil case and has to pay out a billion dollars, pays out a billion dollars. Yeah. He doesn't have a billion dollars. I can't They're even wrap my mind around dollars. the concept of a billion dollars, like actually trading hands. It just sounds like make-believe to me. Like make believe money. I've never had like Ron Goldman's family never got thirty three million dollars from OJ Simpson. He just declared bankruptcy and doesn't have to pay it. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? We should have ended an hour ago. Where's the thingy? This is a episode for the history books, you guys. Alright, let's read some YouTube comments and get the fuck out of this hotel room. Get this shit the fuck out of my butt. Alright, refreshing the page to make sure we're not missing any good stuff here. Jarv, would you like to read the uh, the fan comments? Yeah, because I am the host of this show. Yeah, let's host this thing. Let's last 10 fan so, uh, comments on YouTube. Not Ryan says, Y'all like Humphreys McGee, right? They always come up in related artists, and I feel like one of you is a fan of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we... Next question. We don't have to actually address these. Just, okay. just read them. Oh, okay. Not that Ryan comments again. Hey. You're listening to Regular Dogs. Uh, dope as fuck. Don't forget, you guys say smiley face emoji. Smiley face emoji. Doing great. Next one. This Moto757. <laughs> he sent me the same question uh, to a, in a DM also. About Humphreys? We have a song with them. Can you get angrier about it, though? We have a song on one of their albums. So Moto757 says, I come back to watch this all the time. Still so dope. That was uh, on the Sycamore Cypher video. Sycamore Cypher. Miguel Cunningham commented, Promos? With a, with a cross? How the fuck? Do you, I don't you know see? what that is. You see this, what we got to deal with? Presto's Underground commented, Skull emoji, rock on emoji, Mind blown emoji. And that was literally just on a promo video for some show. Anyways, go on. Connor Gillespie, Gillespie, I don't know, laughed so hard when he said, they're all the same, like Finkel and Einhorn. I'm pretty funny. New copyright matches found. Review videos that may be using your content. Uh-oh. Ooh. Hold on, I gotta take a left Get turn for asses. business here. Get they asses. What the fuck is this? Uh... Yeah, I don't know how this works. Give me my money. All right, how many do you do? One, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven. Seven, eight, nine, ten. These Soy sauce commented. Term is flying on blow in this video. That explains so much, LOL. Kablooey video. What? Were uh, you flying on blow? No. I was, I was maybe a little people, stoned. People always say shit like that. On people my definition of a rap flow video, they're always like, that guy's so fucked up. And I'm like, that. Every I don't video. Like, do shit. He's out of his head. He's tripping balls. Yeah, it's like just because you have a bright light in front of your fucking face, it's like, yeah, my eyeballs look yeah, a little I, weird. I, I <laughs> took one rip off of Chillum before we shot it. Relax. Yeah, I was smoking resin. <laughs> yeah. Picturesque, we really are high on resin hitting a bowl. That's <laughs> yeah. all we did before that shoot. I don't remember that shoot. I was so hungover. It's, so, it was not the best day. Foxy Films Productions comments, these guys killed it with Jarv last night, but they wouldn't play this song, LMAO. I think it's just been a while, and they weren't prepared, but everyone was chanting it. What day was this? Five days ago was... Was it either Phoenix or San Diego? Yeah, it's probably Phoenix or San Diego. And first of all, everyone wasn't chanting it. You were. One guy was <laughs> You were the guy. You were everyone. Him and all his... And it hasn't just been a while. I, I even tell the fans that yell spit take. We've never ever played it live we at a show or, or a live stream. It's just like maybe one day, but it's one of those songs. 
in the handful of never been played. So no one's ever heard it live. Yeah. And sir, no one was chanting. <laughs> I just uh, like it also to me just wouldn't come off as like a great song to perform. We don't have the beat for one. It's like eight minutes. It's too long. It's too long. Half that verse is on dip. We'll just do dip. Yeah. So this is number nine, right? It's on dip, actually. The next comment. Hell yeah. Caleb Moore says, December with Tropidelic is going to be legit. Ayo. That's legitness. Thank and you, then, Caleb. Uh, no foam in the cup. Lastly, but not leastly. KH commented, the Beastie Boys reference at the beginning. I love it. Whoever said we should cut this bit is not all the way wrong. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Um, all right, let's wrap this shit up. Lickety split. Yeah, boys. But we thank um, Caleb. Another flawless episode. For reminding the people that we will be playing with Tropidelic this December. Yeah, yeah. The 28th in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. The 29th in the Detroit area. At the Magic Bag. And the 31st at the House of Blues in Cleveland. New Year's Eve with Tropidelic and more. That to is ring correct. in the new year. And let's not forget this week, like, the, like tomorrow, depending on when you're listening. Um... We're in Greeley, Colorado, October 20th. That's this Thursday. And then this Friday, the 21st, we're in Colorado Springs. And then uh, this Saturday, October 22nd, we're back in Denver at Lost Lake. We really need to promote those shows on Instagram like yesterday. Uh, we didn't We didn't say shit about Denver or, or Colorado specifically on this tour. And now it's coming up. So please come. Please clap. I know I got people coming in Denver. For sure, um, at least he that. calls his asshole Denver. Uh, <laughs> They're all coming in, inside Denver. Tonight, <laughs> do you buddy. do you have any plugs? Uh, do those? Uh, first. Those are in my ass too. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, uh, yeah, I'll just say once again, my new album comes out December second. Whatever, just gotta say that, you know. And uh, yeah, I'll be playing New Year's Eve with fucking uh, little stranger in Charleston, yeah. South Carolina. Oh, so yeah. that's it. I saw that poster is fucking so great. It's dope. Um, that's it. Fuck yeah. Well, I guess those are, yeah, we did all our shows for the rest of the year. TBS Sports Podcast at Gmail, 708-797-3079, and uh, patreon.com <clears throat> slash Palmer Squares. Oh, that's where you should go actually right now. Go to Patreon right now if you want to see my Goosebumps rap. I rap two dozen Goosebumps book titles and other stuff as well, and uh, the video I hope this isn't a lie, because I have no time to get this up on this shitty fucking internet, so who knows. But uh, I got to have it out by tomorrow. So Patreon, go check it out there, please, and uh, it'll be streaming everywhere Friday. I, I shared a link. I'm going to share it again. Uh, Pre-save that. That helps me have you following my Spotify channel. Um, so if I happen to release something later, wink, wink, you'll be there for it. Um, and, and pre-saving then, is helpful because it tells Spotify that people give a fuck about the song. Yes, like click. Boot, I, I know. I, I wouldn't. The song. I wouldn't click shit either. Like I see stuff and I'm like, oh, I'll I'll make take a mental note when it comes out on Friday. But yeah, I'm, I'm. This isn't the Palmer Squares page that we've been building for over a decade. This is Acumental with his 50 monthly listeners for one song he released five years ago. So I am trying to change that. If you guys can just click the pre-save link, I'll put it in the description for this episode and. Uh, yeah, whether you do that or just go to my Spotify and click the little three dots and follow or whatever the fuck. I'd really appreciate it. And yeah, this is like a, a bartering chip of things to come. This is a silly goosebumps thing for Halloween time. It's dope. Very um, dope. But I, I am working on something else I want to share. So uh, follow me now so you're there later when I drop that. Uh, and yeah, the video 
I'm trying, you guys. It's a, it's a, it's a busy week, but I'm going to get this fucking thing on Patreon probably when we reach the next city, wherever that is tonight. So uh, it should be up by the time you hear this. Um, and then what the fuck else? Fudge, fudge. Uh, Palmersquares.com slash shop. We're going to put up the leftover shit from tour. Uh, we got some snapback hats that are going to be listed real soon. So get those before they're gone. Um, how many you think we got? Like, did we ever get that box from Vegas? I have to call the Golden Nugget and oh, have great. it shipped back we to Chicago. We were there for four days and we didn't pick it up. It was a very stressful thing this morning. <sighs> cool. Um, so we might not have 100 hats. <laughs> no, we do. They just have to be shipped. Um, Palmer Squares, P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. Send us a pack. Send us something for the holidays. And uh, we'll be back home soon to check that out. Um, yeah, keep listening to the show. Five stars. Click the five star thing. I think that helps too. You know? Oh, yeah. Let the people know. You heard this intro today. Like, we deserve five full stars. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> I will say it's been a pleasure hosting this entire show for you guys. Yep. Let's give it up one more time for our host, Jeff. <laughs> I did a bang up job, dude. I'm built for this shit. It's like it just comes naturally to me. Did you speaking. Say the, the P.O. box? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. Um, I guess it better be it. full when I get home. It better be fucking like fucking overflowing with little slips that say I have to go to the counter and get a package. Um, besides that, fuck, I guess that's about it, you guys. Hey, follow me on Instagram at Acumental, please, and follow my Spotify, Acumental. Uh, the Goosebumps thing is the first of a couple of things. Those won't be out till probably fucking next year, but um, I want you to hear this shit. I hope you like the video too. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out everywhere uh, soon. Yada yada yada. Uh, skank shit, crack amico. Yeah. Let's get out of here with some skanky shit by the homie. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody, and smooches. Kill Whitey.